0: Now, introducing the man who spent all of last night listening to Drake's new album and crying, posting the entire process on TikTok in hopes of finally relating to today's youth, only to discover that he was not listening to the correct album and it was in fact a promotional mixtape from the 80s released by New York-based makers of Devil Dogs... In preparation for the start of the NFL season, he's cleared his schedule entirely on Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays, and due to the occurrences last year, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, as he insists his new two-day work week shouldn't be a problem, he is Glenn clark first of all i believe the devil dogs are the uh the group that ted
1: lasso hang- and his assistant coaches if so i remember they, correctly they, they and they, they and get stuff. together in the end they're like <laughs> yeah, i think that's true by the way uh i, w- I was working with uh, gabby de from 105.7 last night she uh, openly admitted to not watching ted lasso i said now why would you make that choice here in the year 2021 why would you
0: it's just, one of those things just lie as
1: somebody i'm who not saying th- th- if, you, if you're, not uh, okay. it, you're not watching it you're not watching just lie just be like, oh yeah, Ted Lasso. I'm you're like you're in the zeitgeist. You got to be familiar enough with
0: it. I am familiar with the the stance you used to. You consider me probably still a contrarian. Mm-hmm. Of when somebody like I didn't see Slumdog Millionaire for a couple of years because yeah, everyone I, I didn't talked see to, Slumdog Millionaire either. For everyone a few years. they talked to me was like, you got to see this movie. You got to see the best movie. And at a certain point, when enough people tell you how good something is, you almost feel like. And you get annoyed.
1: Yeah, that no, that just makes you an a-hole. That's all that makes you. Huh? Yeah, I mean, I know, I know, it's not surprising. I but, would say like, my that, felonies make me all, an a-hole. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That just makes you a, uh, an a-hole. Like this notion that you're so much smarter than everybody else. It's Not about being smart. No, it is. It's that no, you think really you're isn't. smart. You think everybody else is no. a dope. You think no. they're all doing groupthink, no. and you think you're better than that's
0: them. Not that's not what, what I it said. Is. You you're 100%. putting words in my mouth. No,
1: I, I'm telling you, that's what you're doing. You just don't realize that's no, what you're, you're doing. You are wrong. No, I'm telling you, that's what you're doing. You're wrong. It's they walk hand in hand. You think mm-hmm. you know better. All of these people are dolts. No. They're all idiots, and you well, are high beside and the point. or mighty. And you believe that you understand the world and have a better vision than everyone else does. Well, and that, that can ev- both
0: of these things can be true. I, well, and I know.
1: No, no. no these, in this case, they are uh, directly connected. They are uh, the uh, T, uh, uh, D's and V's. I mean, what am I trying to say? D, yeah. That D sounds D, D, Ps a bit vulgar. Vs. P's and V's. Yeah, hundred percent. You're the a-hole. <laughs> well, I mean, and I didn't say P's and A's. I said P's and V's. Um, that's what's going on here. That's what you're dealing with. So I just at. If you're not going to look at Ted Lasso, one... Well, you might not have Apple you,
0: TV, for what it's worth.
1: That is that is true. That is totally possible, and that could be the reason. And you would just say that. Like, I'm looking forward to viewing it, but I don't currently have Apple TV. At some point, it'll probably move into syndication. I viewed it
0: without Apple TV to start.
1: Uh, right. You just stole it. You just... Oh, out, no, right, not, you stole I mean, these it. These are different did. felonies we're talking <laughs> right, about here. It is what you did. Uh, I I also... I, I signed up for the free trial of mm-hmm. Apple TV in order to watch it the first time, and then... Uh, my friend and I uh, went into a shared content program. That's how most of this
0: whole works. You in know? order, to,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, somebody's got. I've got Hulu. I've Everybody got, knows
0: somebody that knows somebody that knows. Knows somebody,
1: somebody yeah. correct? Um, what else do I have? I have Disney Plus. I have Hulu, and he's got Netflix, and he's got mm-hmm. Apple, and so we've kind of got every all of our bases covered. You've Got the now. Infinity
0: Stones, if you exactly
1: will. Exactly right. We can yeah. go literally run the world at yeah. this point. That is what we're looking forward to doing, because we have all those passwords. So. Yeah, she just openly admitted to not watching it. Those are the devil dogs. Those what they are. Um, today's show brought to you. It's Glenn Clark Radio. I'm Glenn. He's Kyle. This is, uh, we're going with Lil Jordan Schwartzberg now. Lil Jordan Humphrey. That's the play. Yeah. That, thank you for, that. Did you know that, he's is, football player? that is the joke. That is what we're going for there. Thank you for the explanation. No, you're welcome. I appreciate it. Uh, he made the team, right? He did, I know, yeah. I assume
0: he did. They don't have many receivers. They so don't have a
1: lot of them. I, I've always like, I don't know what it is about that name, but I've always kind of oh, had a thing for a, it's him. It's just a like, cheeky, fun name. Right? Like, it feels like he should already be a rapper, I think.
0: At which point, though... Do you feel obliged to
1: become Big Jordan? Yeah. Like, at what point do you right. are you no longer Lil' Jordan? Right. like, do you, if you name your kid Jordan, then do you In have theory, to differentiate? Like if you have a Little Jordan Junior, because then he's really Lil' Jordan. Right. You're more like he's the important medium sized Jordan. Something. Well, he's on the show this line. morning, so we will. No, he's not. Not Lil' Jordan Humphrey. He's not going to be joining us. But Lil' Jordan Schwartzberg is here. He is our. Uh, He is our intern on Fridays this fall. Uh, Hello, Jordan. Everything good? Everything all right, little Jordan? Everything all right?
2: Yep, everything is good with me.
1: You're, yourself, you're going to be doing. Uh, you're going to try young you. You try your hand for young youths later on. He, he over-prepared. Yeah, he, over prepared. Yeah, got oh, some. Uh, uh, he over prepared. He how had, do you so over prepare for ten
0: you? different stories? Jesus
1: Christ, Jordan, <laughs> what are you doing? I not I, I wanted. To Kyle sure doesn't prepare that in. much. <laughs> never
0: has. Never will. Ten fingers, ten toes. That's the only <laughs> thing I'm bringing. <laughs> when, like that.
1: when this show ends, there will never have been a day where Kyle was that prepared for anything during the course uh, of the show. That's
0: not true. what? I booked guests
1: Yeah, but that not 10.
0: Well, sometimes. no, not for the same day. That's true. No, correct. yeah we don't we couldn't fit them all.
1: I understand, <laughs> but I'm still saying you haven't done it. I'm not saying I'm asking you to. I'm just saying have you done have you ever done 10 things? 10 things for the same show? Ten things. Ten things
0: of any of any you know, type. It's probably kind of pretty close.
1: Close. I might give I you think close. Hit I don't 10. know that you've done. I've probably hit ten. You've done the open.
0: We've done. You've so done let's say the most guests we've had on one show was maybe six.
1: But not a day that you booked all six. There's no chance that you ever all booked right, well, six. Five. Guests. I've booked you five. You might have booked
0: five guests in one day. So open. Tidbit. Mm-hmm. Tubular. Mm-hmm. Downloading the breaks.
3: That's not preparing something for
1: the show. No, uh-uh. That's not preparing something for the show. I'm saying preparing something for the show. You've never prepared 10 things. Kyle in the Kitchen? We never had five guests and Kyle in the Kitchen on a Friday. That's not happening. We've had
0: busy Fridays before. No, but
1: then we bailed on Kyle in the Kitchen. Mm. Yeah, like we did last week. What about uh, that time that I saved the day? (laughs) I don't remember that. Was there a fire? I don't remember that. That's really weird. Well, Jordan, you do not need to prepare ten things. That's that's way too much. Way too much effort right. on your part. You should be out, I don't know, doing you're a college kid. You should be doing something else. Burning a couch or something. I don't <laughs> know what it is. What do college kids do now? Meth, is that what they're into? Smoking. A couch. Occasionally. Okay. <laughs> college kids are occasionally in the meth. Don't do that. Don't let's not I'm not going to encourage you to do that. But I appreciate it. We'll get to that a little bit later on in the show. If you have something to add to a conversation, Jordan. I want you to raise your hand like you're yeah. in class. Correct. All right? Like, if we're having a conversation and you've got something to add, I want you to raise your hand. And it better be good. That's what Dan Patrick yeah. does with his sidekicks. I don't know if you've ever noticed. They calls them a Danettes. He has them raise their hand to say something. And it be like, and then he'll call on them, like, literally. <laughs> he'll be like, y- yes, McLovin.
0: <laughs> Dan Patrick's
1: pretty great. Um, I like Dan. I, I mean, like, he's 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 fine. He's quite fine. He carved I, his own path, yes, and, and I respect And I, he's very agreeable. I've, I've always I, – I don't – I don't listen none to him. A, none of that is for me
0: anymore, but of of all of that, he is. I was a fan of his work when I was younger. He is
1: one of the least hot takey. He is typically just a broadcaster. He's a, he's a
0: radio gentleman, if you will. Uh,
1: you know, now that comes with the connotation, yeah. though, and so we're not going <laughs> to pin that on Dan Patrick, to our knowledge, has never done anything awful. All right, Jordan. Yes, if you have anything to say uh, to add to a conversation, I want you to raise your hand and we'll call upon you, all right? Sounds Thank good. Appreciate it. That's a uh, little Jordan Schwartzberg who is uh, interning with us this fall. Hey, today's program brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. Make the most out of every day on a Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models, a RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Coming up today, we're going to catch up with Bo Smolka, PressBox Ravens beat writer. Um, get some uh, thoughts on how the week has gone for the Ravens as far as putting the roster together, maybe some other things they've attempted to do.
0: Apparently this is NFL COVID test today. Does. Yes. And then they're going to have his conditioning test right after.
1: But, what, like, there's not a game for. Well, for a, I don't know. Oh, I guess to go to practice next week, probably, now that I think about it. That's why you. Got, this a whole weird whatever. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, I wish him well. I hope he doesn't have yeah. the COVID. That would be preferable. Uh, Johnny Reiser is an outfielder for the Bowie Base Sox. We'll make our weekly trip down there. I think this is probably going to be our last weekly trip to Bowie for the season because, you know, we get pretty football-intensive over the course of the next couple of weeks, we'll see. Like, if they end up in the playoffs and, and, you know, pushing for something, we might check back in. But this will probably be the last time we go down to Bowie for the year. Um, And then later on in the program, Rob Ambrose is going to join us. Our last college football preview of the week as Towson gets ready to open up the season at Morgan tomorrow afternoon. We'll preview the Tigers with head coach Rob Ambrose. That is all on the way today. Yes? You all right over there? I'm hoping
0: I'm all right over here. I'm just making sure we are still on Facebook.
1: Okay, I would like to know that, too. Anyway, anywho, um, you might have seen this morning, the Ravens apparently did put in a claim for Royce Freeman. That is not surprising. It's just not. I, there's nothing I can say about that. It's it's not surprising to me that the Ravens put in a claim for Royce Freeman. As a lot of us said, of the list of guys that became available, he was the one that jumped out the most as being a potential fit for the Baltimore Ravens. So I'm not stunned by that whatsoever. What it really does, and this is where it becomes particularly relevant, is for people that wanted to believe well, Eric Costas said, or, you know, they, they, they you know, Josina Anderson reported the Ravens, they like the running backs they have. And John Harbaugh, of course, you know, did the Buck Show Walter thing, and I like our guys. Everybody Everybody said that. It's what we said. The Ravens aren't going to come out and tell you that they're not going to come out and say, we don't think these guys are good enough because those guys might have to play. So you don't do that to them. You don't come out publicly and say, we don't think Tyson Williams is good enough to be the number two running back for a team that runs the ball a ton. We're looking for somebody else that's more experienced because you might end up having to have Tyson Williams be your number two running back and you don't need to create that friction. That's unnecessary. So you don't do it. You also don't do it because you don't want teams that you could potentially trade with to know that you feel like you're in a position of weakness. You don't want them to think that you're desperate to acquire a running back. Because that makes it a little bit more difficult in negotiations. They feel like they can get one over on you. So it makes sense for the Ravens to have publicly projected the idea that they didn't need... Another running back, even though they clearly were in the market for another running back. What happens from here? We'll find out. I genuinely don't know. Was it Royce Freeman or Bust?
0: Don't the Panthers have enough talent at running back?
1: Yeah, you would. You would think, right? Like, why do they even need to have? I. I although I genuinely, is Chuba Hubbard going to be their backup Chubba, running back?
0: Chuba Is it Chuba?
1: <laughs> is it? I don't know. I thought it was Chuba. Was he going to be their backup running back? So, he yeah, initially I mean, I could, was, yes. I could understand why they would want a veteran, too. I don't I mean, I really don't know why you wouldn't have gone into the season with more veteran running back as a backup. I get it. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is Christian McCaffrey, but this is, unfortunately, we saw a year ago with T- in Carolina that you're one, you know, injury away from something. that. And they, they were in great shape a year ago because they had Mike Davis, who worked out quite well, but. I get wanting to have a veteran running back there to back it up. And I think the Ravens want to have a veteran running back. They want to have someone with NFL experience. That makes sense. But not just anyone with NFL experience. Someone who can actually help. Not a street free agent. Did you have to restart? Do I need to reshare? Yes. Okay. Um, But someone who can actually help them. And they thought that Royce Freeman could help them. So they put in a waiver claim for him. That makes sense to me. But I don't know what it means now. I don't know if that's a guarantee that over the weekend they're going to end up trading for a running back or if they're going to say we didn't get the guy that we wanted, we don't want to give up draft capital, we can wait a week, and they might have said Royce Freeman was worth guaranteeing a roster mm-hmm. uh, uh, his contract for the year, so we'll be willing to do it. But these other guys, we don't think they're worth guaranteeing their contract for the year. So, I don't think
0: I've read anything about Gallman being any. I don't know if the Falcons oh, claimed him or if they just picked uh, him up.
1: I think they did. I'll double check on that.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hear you. It seems as though Royce Freeman was perhaps the best candidate available and was. There were multiple teams, not only the Ravens, the Raiders apparently put a claim in for him. And well, so I mean, he I was. Get, uh,
1: I get why teams would have wanted Royce sure. Freeman.
0: It makes sense to have wanted Royce
1: Freeman. He's, he's, there's something to like there. Mayor Royce, if you will. I don't know. Is that a thing? Wire. Who's Mayor Mayor Roy? Oh, the were- oh yeah, yeah yeah my bad my bad yes correct. Um, look man, I get it, but I I I don't unfortunately I don't know what the next step in the process is because it it still could be anywhere. It still could be, and this is difficult for you, the guy that's drafting in your fantasy football league. Like, do I do I take a flyer on Tyson Williams? Well. You can, but just be aware. Be aware the Ravens are interested in having another running back on the roster. That doesn't mean they're going to be able to be successful in doing it. It doesn't mean that they are definitely going to go trade for a running back. They might say this was the thing that we thought made sense and because we weren't able to do it, we're just going to stick with the guys that we have now for week one, and then it goes back to the other thing that we said. If in week one, you give a bunch of carries, Tyson Williams, and he looks good, all of a sudden, maybe you say, we're we're not as inclined to sign anyone. Or if you do, you're now more like signing them to be your third running back. I saw that tweet. I mean, I with all... I'm not Again, I'm not trying to knock anybody that, that, that probably is more informed than I am, but I think that... Jamison Hensley said, the Ravens made it known they want to roll out three running backs on game day and would upgrade at their number three back if they had the opportunity. I mean this with all due respect. If they had picked up Royce Freeman, he would not have been their number three back.
0: Maybe to start because of the offense like, having to like, learn it. Yeah, but like, if, right. if they
1: felt like he couldn't pick it up. like right. I mean, If they felt like he didn't know what he was doing, then he might have been the number three back. But Royce Freeman would not have been behind Tyson Williams on the depth chart. That would not have been a thing. Now, They might now say, moving forward, that somebody else that they sign would only be a number three back, would only be uh, an emergency Mm -hmm. insurance policy desperation. Backup plan to the backup plan. I mean – any any of these things are kind of backup plans or your backup plans because JK Dobbin's already got hurt, right? Like your backup plan is what you got. This would be the backup to the backup plan. Now we're talking about like the backup to the backup to the backup to the backup, mm-hmm. backup plan is where you're getting if you go about doing it this way. So they might still sign a street free agent in a couple weeks and do it that way. But all of it makes sense. I mean, it totally makes sense they put in a claim for Royce Freeman. I'm I, I don't want to say I'm um I don't want to say I'm disappointed. Pointed because I don't know how much of a difference Royce Freeman is making for this football team. Like I don't think it's the difference in them winning a Super Bowl, but it was the most logical thing that the Ravens could do as far as adding another running back in. And so because of that, it's it's a bummer. I guess is all I can go with is that it's a bummer. So that's what you need to know on the Ravens front. We'll talk more about it with Bo Smolka here in a minute and what they might do next. Um, they did, as expected, add pronomic feedback to the roster yesterday. That's not surprising. And Anthony Levine remains on the practice squad for the moment. I have no idea, like, what... If something, something was told to him, it, well, that might be nothing more
0: than the same thing of a... Well, who would be the other person there waiting? Like, why would they not have put somebody on short-term I, IR
1: it, already? It, it might be a week one thing. That might be a, we yeah. just don't want to guarantee your contract at this point. Like, it might be a hangout for us through week one, and then, you know, we'll put you back on the team, something along those lines. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Um, today's show is also brought to you by window nation. It's September. They got a great back to school sale going on at window nation, your opportunity to get two free windows for every two you buy wood or vinyl styles Buy four, get four free. There's no limit. If you buy 38, you get 38 free. It goes on forever. You buy a million, you get a million free. I mean, I I don't know if anyone's ever bought a million windows before, but you know,
0: if you're doing it, if you're building Maybe over the totality of a life or a career. <laughs> but possible.
1: at one time. No I, like, that. no, I don't think so. I mean, I I, I doubt what, what that. about that like skyscraper over in uh, Dubai, though? I don't
0: think it's a million. It's got to be close. It's got to be a, it's a lot of windows. I don't.
1: I really don't. Jordan, get, an a- get on that. Yeah, little Jordan, get on that. Find out how many windows are in that giant skyscraper in Dubai. Get an A-plus in savings and pay 0% interest for 24 months. 866-90NATION or visit Windownation.com. I was enjoying watching sports last night. I had a nice, fun night. I, mean, the I got my hopes up for a second there. Oh, about Ohio State? Yeah. yeah, I mean, that that's on you. F- f- foolish foolish decision on your part to get your hopes up for that. Um, I was enjoying that uh, on my phone while I had on another screen the tennis and then on another third screen the, uh, the World Cup qualifier. The wor- they they all ended up disappointing me the World Cup qualifier at least they didn't lose like we got that going for us it could be worse but to not be able to score a goal against El Salvador like come on man it like
0: you said al It's like some sort of human being I
1: don't think I did
2: but you it's know it sounded
0: like I'm uh, not saying you necessarily did
2: uh, oh Lil, so got uh, windows? Uh, uh, yes little Jordan there are 24,000 windows in the Burj in Not even close. Dubai. Not yeah. even You're close. Be really disappointing.
1: 40 but, times that but number. But they would have only had to have purchased 12,000 if they had ordered them through window nation. They would have gotten 12,000 free because there is, as they said, there is no limit. They could have purchased half the number of windows for that building in Dubai. Is that the one that they did the the rock film the skyscraper was that was that related to uh this I thought that was I think was.
0: that was an American skyscraper. I don't think it, it was. was. A fictional American skyscraper, wasn't it?
1: No, I thought it was like in Hong Kong.
0: But that's not But Dubai. I thought,
1: I understand, but I thought they like filmed it at the
0: i don't know i'm just gonna tell you right now i, genu- I, do not I don't know. know either
1: i don't know either i did watch that film though at one point
0: yeah, i saw part of it his leg
1: uh he has it's, a prosthetic leg right yeah and it, by the way all of these as always everybody panned it and then you're like this is totally fun this is a fun you know action summer movie that people don't like because they're stupid and they want to prove how smart they are like go f yourself this is a good time at the motion picture no slum dog I didn't think that Slumdog was nearly as good as everybody else thought it was. I thought you going to
0: say a skyscraper. What's that? I thought you were going to say a skyscraper. A skyscraper? Yeah. No, I mean. <laughs> it was I, probably a better I, film than Skyscraper. N- it might have been a better well, As far as cinema goes.
1: I don't even know. If, like, I don't really know what people thought. Skyscraper's a th- movie. I understand that, but I don't know what people thought they saw in
0: Slumdog Millionaire. It was a cheeky. It, it wasn't was cheeky, a, and there was, was nothing a, cheeky about it. It was like a, you know, rags to riches thing.
1: I Like, I kind of get that. And he had but, a
0: tremendous memory.
1: Yeah, also like it seemed like the questions were pretty easy. People love Danny Boyle, you know. I think that really was what it was is that we all got caught up on the Danny Boyle train and that giant gy- I never saw, saw train spotting. Uh train spotting was very good.
0: Excellent film. Similar cheekiness, you know.
1: More cheekiness to train spotting there was the Slumdog. Slumdog was not particularly cheeky like when when he's got to go crawling through all the poo Look, like I'm saying, not a lot of
0: fun. Not a fun that's film. It's arguably cheeky in a different way. I
1: see what you did there. I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh so yeah, bummer that they weren't able to score a goal against El Salvador, but it could have been worse is all I can say. They need to win on Sunday night now as they come back home for the next qualifier. By the way, uh CBS trying to do the bit where they put the match on TV but then wouldn't let you watch it on your phone unless you had Paramount Plus. Like any if like tomorrow Navy's on CBS Sports Network, mm-hmm. you can just, you know, pull up the CBS Sports app on your phone and watch it. Okay. But they are trying to use the US. soccer team to get you to subscribe to this Paramount Plus thing that you don't want. Go F yourself. Go F yourself with this nonsense. I am paying my money to have CBS Sports Network. You're getting my money. Could you do it?: I through need to be able to watch on my the, phone.
0: like if you were to have the cable one that has Monopoly in town, could you do it through their stream app? I don't think so.
1: I don't think they do so. a wacky bit with like the Orioles, and, where it's like and, you need to be on your Wi-Fi
0: to do it. Correct,
1: right? and like DirecTV also does a bit like this, where like certain things are available, but certain things aren't. I don't believe this would have been available. <laughs> I believe this would have been protected that you had to have Paramount Plus. Now, by the way, the third qualifier—they're not putting on TV at all. They're only putting on Paramount. Pretty Plus. Compliant. I don't remember Kyle. How would I remember that? This one's sad the one on Sunday is on Fox because it's at, it's on FS one because it's at home. Okay. The road qualifiers are on are owned by CBS. And the third one is uh, the next next I think it's next Tuesday, I wanna say is the date for it. Uh, I can't make it. Ah, it's a real bummer. They're Just gonna, a real bummer how that worked that. out they're yeah, they're gonna be me, yeah. I gotta be honest with you, they might not ever forgive you for that. Uh, appears to be Honduras, oh. Honduras next next Wednesday, okay. next Wednesday. Oh, I can make. And it. it's only oh yeah, you're good. Yeah, man. it's only on Paramount Plus. So that you know, go screw, go screw CBS. That is a terrible look. But yeah, speaking of terrible looks, not a not a great thing that you couldn't score a goal against El Salvador. Just not what you're looking for in a World Cup qualifier, obviously. It's they all did the it. Bitcoin. That's what they, they did it without uh, Pulisic, Pulisic, and then the other storyline last night was that Zach, Zach, Zach Stefan didn't even make the trip, so Turner got the start in mm-hmm. goal. But we don't know. But was that
0: a Pulisic sort of thing? What do you mean? Where like Pulisic didn't make the trip? No, he
1: was. He still he hasn't. They said it was back spasms. I think is what oh, okay. they said. Um. So we don't. We still don't know for sure that Turner is the goalie versus clean sheet. Is though is there? He, yeah, I mean that's true. But it was against El Salvador. Hey, that's what it is. You play yeah, the guys you play. I understand that. Uh. And then I was also watching the tennis last night. Um. It was pretty good. The 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 Anisimova Pliskova match and ah, that being outstanding. You were telling me. I know you were you were glued in on that one. Went to the third set tiebreaker. It was excellent crowd was way into it. Unfortunately, they could not push Nisimova past the finish line, and so Plishkova ro- rolls on. we got a new episode of Courts of Thunder available for you right now. If you just search Courts of Thunder wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube, or I think I pinned it to uh, my Twitter page for the day, so you can go find it there. As Greg Rosenthal and I. Cover the first couple of rounds of the U.S. Open. Go check it out right now. A new episode of Courts of Thunder. I feel like there was something else that got my attention, and I've already forgotten what it was, so I I guess we just dance now. That's the way that it goes. I'm going to pass. Boise UCF ended up being pretty good last night, and then there were a couple FCS-FBS upsets. Like I think UC Davis beat Tulsa last night, and I feel like there was one other one maybe, but I've already forgotten what it was. So Uh, Clearly, I did not care all that much. It did not rap me the way that I suggested that I was rapted by it. Uh, when we come back in, Bo Smoke is going to join us, PressBox Raven's beat writer. We will talk to him about the running back situation. That's next. Mobile One, full synthetic motor oil, helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube Service Center. Ask for Mobile One. It's Glenn Clark Radio.
3: What's up, everybody?
2: This is Tyus Bowser, and I can't wait to see you guys for the Tyus Bowser show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out,
0: you can
3: watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out PressBoxOnline.com Bowser. We'll see you all season long
0: for the Tyus Bowser show.
1: The next Tyus Bowser show is Tuesday, September 7th at Mother's Peninsula Grill in Arnold. It's brought to you by Express. Press exterior design, grade 8's memorabilia, and press box.
0: Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition-free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career call 443- 840-4700 840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training.
1: It's back to school time and to help you get educated on Window Nation, they're offering a scholarship for higher savings during Window Nation's back to school sale. Right now, get two free windows for every two you buy. Wood or vinyl styles, buy four, get four free. There's no limit. Get an A-plus in savings and pay 0% interest for 20 four months. That's like a free ride until 2023. With all the money you'll be saving, you can use it towards your kids' books, clothes, backpack, shoes, or even treat yourself. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you.
0: C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage call c3 american exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible don't let the insurance industry get one over on you c3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis
1: As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Fair Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the fresh food fest, beer, wine, and spirit showcase, and so much more. Come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, October 14th through 17th. Buy your tickets now at MarylandFiveStar.us with the number 5.
0: Join PressBox's fantasy football expert, Ken Zales for the opening night of NFL season on Thursday, September 9th, 7 p.m. at Sports & Social inside of Live Casino. While you're there, say hi to KZ and let him give you advice on setting up your fantasy team, picking starters, and who you might trade for or pick up on waivers. Watch the opening NFL game, get free fantasy football tutoring from Ken Zales, and enjoy the new Sports & Social Club at Maryland Live. We'll see you on September 9th. Must be 21 or older to enter.
3: Tweet us at Glenn Clark Radio. 21st Century Talk Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. GlennClarkRadio.com.
1: Glenn All right, back in here on GCR. Uh, it is a Friday edition of the program. Today's show is also brought to you by Great Eights Memorabilia, who has partnered with us for the Tyus Bowser Show, but they still have some other wonderful events coming up with Great Eights Memorabilia. Your opportunity to meet some of your favorite athletes and rub elbows. They've got a kickoff party next Thursday night with Bradley Bozeman at Twain's Tavern. You're going to want to be there for that. Then a private signing they're going to be doing with Terrell Suggs. And you can get your helmets, your whatever it is that you want signed Find out more about these events by going to GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. They'll be doing events with Fats Russell and Eric Ayala from Maryland as well in the coming months. GreatEightsMemorabilia.com for more details about all of these events. Um, I sent out a tweet that was just sort of a throwaway tweet the other day that people are still reacting to. I don't know why it got so much play. It was one of the more throwaway things I said. I said... This is in relation to the Ben Mason thing. I said, it's okay that Eric DaCosta gets a few things wrong. He gets a good number of things right. Ozzie Newsom got about a billion things wrong at receiver alone. And like with Ozzie, it's quite all right to point out when someone gets something wrong. The uber defensiveness was weird. And and my point, as I talked about on the show, was that all of these strong opinions that I was hearing related to Ben Mason made no sense. Anyone who was going out of their way to defend Eric DaCosta about the Ben Mason thing, it wasn't worth it. You can just say, hey, got a pick wrong. It happens. Guys get picks wrong. Fifth rounder, it's okay. This occurs. It's no big deal. The other side of it, where, you know, you're pretending like it's the end of the world, that's also it makes no sense. But for some reason, there are a few people that have read into this thinking that I was taking a shot at Ozzie Newsom. No, what I'm comparing him to is literally the greatest general manager of a a generation who got lots of things wrong. And as I pointed out, particularly a wide receiver where he rarely got anything right. Which doesn't mean he was an outstanding general manager and wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame as a general manager had he not already been in as a player. Even the best general managers ever get lots of things wrong. Constantly. It's like being a baseball player and you're you're one of the greatest players of all time and you failed at the plate significantly more than you succeeded. You are a career 300 hitter. You were out well more than you were on base. But yet, you're a Hall of Famer. That's the way, that's what we're talking about. Seems like Eric Costa got Ben Mason wrong. That's okay. It didn't make sense to begin with. I get it. It was illogical. He got it wrong. Okay. It's a bummer. It would be better if you had a fifth-round pick that was uh, helping you. That would be neat. But
3: he Like hey
0: Dylan Hayes.
1: Sure. He's gotten a lot of things right. It's okay. It's okay that he gets something wrong. We don't need to scream about it. As I said, it's a transaction and really nothing more than that. Let's talk some more Ravens. Joining us now, PressBox Ravens beat writer Bo Smolka. He's with us here on GCR. Bo, I'm sure you've got lots of things that you want to say about Ben Mason. Definitely a topic that deserved as much conversation as it got this week.
4: He has gotten a lot of conversation for a... So, I tell you this, he's the first fifth-round draft pick cut since... You remember Robert Myers, an offensive lineman ah, in, the I think, 2015. Right. And there was very little conversation about that. So it's very curious how much conversation... So weird, gotten. isn't
1: it? I, I, Bo, it's such a weird bit. And I think it's because... So many people thought the pick was weird to begin with, right? Like, why are you drafting a fullback when you're clearly not going to be keeping two fullbacks on your roster? Like, I think that's what it is. is A lot of people that want to prove how right they were at the time. But again, it's a fifth-round pick that we're talking about. Like, I'm not trying to say who cares. Again, it would be good for the Ravens to be able to get something out of the pick. But my God, even if they they announced that day that they had wasted a pick, like, what what would it matter that they wasted one more fifth-round
4: pick? It's, yeah, I mean, they, 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 they like to think that there's value at all those picks. And look, their two starting safeties were both sixth-rounders. Deshaun Elliott and Chuck Clark were both sixth-round picks. So they get, you know, I'm not of the opinion that not talent drops off and there's nothing after the first round. In fact, you know, that's simply not true. But I, I do think you're right. I think a lot of people say, wait a minute, why are you drafting a fullback? Um now, at the time, what we didn't realize at the time was Patrick Ricard was dealing with hip surgery, and so that might have that might have factored in the pick like here let 's take a flyer on him if Ricard's not ready, we have this guy it's not going to cost us much. A fifth round pick isn't a whole lot of capital it's a li- it's a cheap insurance policy is what I'm thinking they were thinking, and maybe they got swayed a little bit because Harbaugh's family loved the guy, and who knows right but um the fact is, yeah, it was curious at the time. I know. And I've been among the people that say, you know, well, boy, they sure could have taken a swing at an offensive lineman in that stage, looking at at that draft pick, looking at what's available, what they have there. Uh, It was very clear that the Ravens were underwhelmed by the offensive line prospects on the board this year. Um, They passed multiple opportunities to draft tackles at pretty much every round. Um, So I think that was also played into it. So, you know it it, you're right it's a pick it's a whiff frankly I think Ben Bredesen the the pick in the fourth round was a whiff the year before when you think about it now and that one's not getting a whole lot of talk but that was a fourth round pick that couldn't get on the field last year had played left guard his entire career at Michigan and when the left guard job was wide open this year he was never in the conversation so I think that one goes as a whiff now at the end DaCosta was able to trade him, which was good for DaCosta because he got something in return, whereas otherwise he was getting nothing for him. And so, you know, you're not going to hit on every pick. You know you're not going to hit on every yep. pick. Those are a couple day three misses. It happens. And, and, and as DaCosta has said to me many times, the more picks you have, the more chances you, you have to hit on a pick. And it goes the other way. The more chances you have to miss on a pick. And, and you, frankly, you're much better off missing on a Ben Bredesen than you are on Matt Elam, who you take in the and, first round.
1: And, and Terrence Brooks and Arthur Brown. Right? And, and so. Yes. They, they, that, so, the, Raven, the Ravens were really in trouble for a couple of years because their early round picks um, were, were problematic.
4: That's right. They had two or three second Arthur Brown, second round, yep. amounted to nothing. And so when you miss on those guys, now you're really in a scramble. Yep.
1: No doubt Um about
4: it. You, you miss on Ben Mason in the fifth round. Okay, you know what? We've got this roster we like. We move on. It's a bummer.
1: It's a bummer, but life will go on. It does not deserve this much. All right, so we can move on. Let's talk about the running back situation. Bo, um, we learned this morning that the Ravens did indeed put in a claim for Royce Freeman. That doesn't surprise me. I this is to me. It's not. This is not a knock on Tyson Williams, who might prove to be a talented football player. It's that. You know, Gus Edwards could get hurt, too, at some point, and you would probably be well-served to have someone, a veteran NFL running back on your roster, someone that you know can play and that you have faith in. I don't know what they do next without getting Royce Freeman, but I, my gut tells me this wasn't a Royce Freeman or bust type of attempt at acquiring a running back.
4: Oh, I, I am quite certain they have their eyes on several running backs. Um, to your exact point, I mean... Sure, Gus Edwards could go out and get hurt, and he's not a guy that's going to probably carry 29 times. But now suddenly, after the Dobbins injury, you're really entrusting your running game, this number one ranked running game, in a large part to a guy that was on your practice squad last year who has never carried the ball in an NFL game uh, in Williams, who has, to his credit, went out and won a job this summer. He was very good this summer, and he he earned it. Um, but yes, I, I think they absolutely would be continue to look for a running back they have to add a running back anyway they're going to want one for their practice squad and they thought Nate McCrary would be on the practice squad and then of course he got claimed off waivers by uh Denver so one way or the other they will add a running back and and yes you have to kind of factor in the the likelihood that your running backs are going to get banged up whether that's out for two games or whether it's up for six games or whether right. it's just banged up and not quite ready to go yeah, you definitely want to add another running back. So I am sure they're looking around. I know a lot of people mentioned Todd Gurley, who came in for an interview uh, or a workout or talked to the team this summer. My understanding is the Ravens, you know, remain very concerned about his physically. I mean, the knee injury is just, has just been chronic. And I don't – so that was the thing that I think was the big holdup then, and I don't know that anything has changed there. Um and so, but yeah, they will absolutely continue to look for a running back. I think
1: you know, and 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 I don't know where that's going to be. But we've talked a lot about the idea that it just might be something that you know, if they don't if they don't love the guys, so they can't get the guys they want. Then they purposely wait until after week one, and then they add their running back because they don't have to guarantee the contract for the year. I, I, I don't know why they wouldn't. I, to me, Bo, I think this is important enough considering how much you run during the course of the season and all of these fourth-round picks that you have that I would be willing to try to trade for a running back over the course of this weekend. Um, I, I, I'm not saying this is going to be the difference in whether or not you can win a Super Bowl this season because I'm not trying to be you know, bizarre and just make claims for the sake of making them, but like, I think this is pretty significant needing to have another running back on this roster.
4: And I think they will ultimately get one. You know, a couple of years ago, Alex Collins came off, I think, the practice squad of Seattle, or he came over after week one or week two, I remember. That was if I'm not mistaken, the year also Gus Edwards was on the practice squad to begin the season. Um, every teams have these practice squad running backs that are essentially also available if you were willing to bring them over and add them to the fifty three man roster. you can't just move them from practice squad to practice squad um, and so that would be a question they would have the, the the search will continue yeah I mean I don't know if they're willing to trade a fourth round pick for a running back um because that's capital. I don't know that they want to give up. I know, yeah, you say, well, they got so many of them. True. Um, That fourth round seems to be something of DaCosta's sweet spot. He likes to have a lot of fourth-round picks for whatever reason. But uh, I understand what you're saying, and um, it's possible, but it would still surprise me.
1: Bo, where are we? Bo Smolka, Pressbox Ravens beat writer, is with us here on GCR. If you have missed it, Bo wrote this month's cover story. You can go pick up this print issue of PressBox, Marlon Humphrey, on the cover. It's available for free at your neighborhood Royal Farms, any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find PressBox, or read it all at PressBoxOnline.com. Um, where are we as far as, like, you know, the, all the IR moves that have are going to be made have been made at this point, correct?
4: Well, that's my understanding. I wondered about Jimmy Smith, um, because he hasn't been practicing for a while, and John Harbaugh said that it, it, it's... Lingered. It's been a little more serious than it when than they first thought. Remember when Jimmy Smith went down in the summertime during training camp, I always thought it, it looked bad. I thought it might be his Achilles and he might be done. They said, no, it's a low ankle sprain. It should just be a week or two. And, you know, John Harbaugh, the thing he hates is putting a timetable on something and then finding out that it's worse than that because he remembers that people remember that. Or he realizes people remember that. So he said a week or two on Jimmy Smith. It's now probably going. I'm not. Uh, it's probably going on three, and it and it sounded like he wasn't quite there. There was a chance I thought they might put him to IR. They haven't. Uh, Nick Boyle, of course, packed his physical, so he is not on IR. Um, so the two receivers are Boykin and, and Bateman, which we kind of knew would happen, and I thought all along they would keep Miles Boykin um, only because one. And I know a lot of people are not high on Miles Boykin, and that's fair, um, because, one, he brings a size element that those other receivers don't have, and he's the best downfield blocker they have among those running backs Mm -hmm. by a large margin. And, you know, that's not very sexy, being a downfield blocker as a running back uh, or a receiver. Who cares? But in this offense, they do care. And now he's out for three weeks at least, and now three weeks from now you can reassess. Four weeks from now you can reassess and see. Maybe, maybe Watkins is banged up by then, and you, and you have him there to come in and replace him. Maybe someone else is hurt. We'll see. So it didn't surprise me that they kept Boykin, but, of course, then he had to be on the 53 to move to IR. So both the two receivers on IR now until week four. I know people are dying to see Bateman. Um, I think they, will tread, they were always going to tread cautiously with him um, and get him up to speed slowly and, and make sure that he's ready. So I never thought that he would come out Rush after that surgery and come back and try to play in week one. So I think that's the sensible move for him. Um, and then they move forward with the roster they have. They added Pernell McPhee back yesterday in that wink wink deal. He was cut to basically basically to give Boykin his roster spot for all
0: intents and purposes. Um,
4: so yeah, this and now they move forward. Now they move forward from here.
0: With Nick Boyle, is the expectation that after he's cleared, he now will be in the mix for week one, or are they still going to kind of slow play it, and it's not a three-week absence, but it still could be perhaps a one- or two-week absence?
4: Well, the fact that they brought Eric Tomlinson back tells me that it's probably a week or two. Um, You know, there were two, uh, two, two players went to IR, Bateman and Boykin, and so they needed to cut two veterans that they could then sign back. And so they did that with McPhee and they did it with Tomlinson. You know, Tomlinson is basically a Boyle. He's a, he's a tight end of the, in the blocking mold. And so when they brought him back, that told me that maybe Boyle wasn't quite going to be ready, but he had passed his physical. He's not going to start on IR. So it seems to me that Tomlinson will probably play in week one. And I mean, Boyle just returned to practice this week for the first time in a year. Um, and there's a game next Monday. So it, it wouldn't surprise me to see Boyle held out at least the first week, maybe the first couple, and Tomlinson to be there, in there instead. Uh,
1: he is Bo Smolka, PressBox Ravens beat writer. Bo, as we start looking ahead towards week one and a visit to Las Vegas, um, do, do we know for, with, like, certainty who this team's left guard is? <laughs>
4: Uh, no, no, we don't know with certainty. I think it's going to be Ben Powers when they line up at, 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 uh, I almost said at Oakland, at Las Vegas, um, by default, because the other guys haven't been able to win the job. I think a lot of people expected Ben Cleveland to be the starting left guard in week one. Uh, probably, you know, within a week of him being drafted, I think people thought that, but he had, you know, he had a concussion. He missed some time. He's, he's been banged up. He, and so I think he just hasn't gone out and won it like people expected him to, nor would Tyree Phillips. So I think it will be Powers. I don't think I, that's not to say it will be Powers the whole season, but when you're playing a game in, what, 10 days, 9 days, mm-hmm. I think Powers will be the guy then.
1: Uh, it makes sense to me. Let me go back to running back for a second. Um, whatever the Ravens end up doing as far as acquiring a veteran, do you think the, what the impact for Tyson Williams – of what the, the wh- whatever they might do as far as acquiring a running back, do you think that they are committed to Tyson Williams being someone who gets a certain number of carries per game, or do you think it's that's going to depend on what it is that we're able to do in terms of bringing in someone else?
4: No, I don't know if they're committed to it, but I, I mean, I think the backs that play are going to distribute the carries. I don't see Gus Edwards being a 25 carry workhorse. Right. Um, I, I just don't see that. I think they will rotate those guys through whoever they are and maybe it'll be justice hill too if if he you know he's been more of a third down back catch the ball a few carries um but i don't think it will be i don't think they will ride gus edwards for 25 to 30 carries a game he's not i don't see him being a derrick henry kind of workload so i think if these are the three backs i think i think williams is in line for a significant number of carries each game because I think they're going to rotate them. Um, we have to see more from Williams in terms of things like, you know, how to, how can he handle the um, blitz pickup? I saw him do it well a couple of times. I saw him miss a couple of times. Um, is he a third down possibility in terms of pass catching? But he's a big he's a big downhill runner. And so I think in the typical if, – if they, if they were to play a game tomorrow, I think they would rotate those guys in and, and Williams would carry – a significant number of times, and Edwards isn't just going to be a one-trick pony or a one-back guy. I understand that.
1: All right, Bo. Um, the the players are off this weekend, and then they'll gather back sometime early next week and and start putting Vegas in, in focus. Correct?
4: Yeah, that's correct. And John Harbaugh made a good point yesterday. He said, "Now it really starts to feel like it because someone had asked him, you know, does, does after final cutdown does it feel different? Is the vibe different?" And, there's just not as many people there, right. right? You've gone from 80 down to 53, and there's practice squad guys there now, too. But everything starts to feel more like the season. And so I think when they come back, they'll be, you know, there will definitely be more juice. There will be more energy. It will be total game planning, and everything will be feel like the season.
1: Very good. B Smolka, at B Smolka on Twitter is how you follow him. And, of course, PressBoxOnline.com is where you see all of his stuff. Bo, appreciate it as always, my friend. We will talk to you next week. Have a good holiday weekend, all right? All right, thank you. You too. Take care. Bo Smolka, PressBox Ravens beat writer, checking in with us here on GCR. Of course, we're speaking about Ravens Vegas, and keep in mind, you can party with the flock, the Ravens Countdown to Kickoff Watch Party, presented by Miller Lite, Monday, September 13th at M&P Bank, M&T Bank Stadium. Did I say M&P? i don't know what i said there it It, it didn't sound right no it was not maybe it came out right and it just didn't sound right i don't know no it was not right m&t bank stadium of course is where they play live performance by all-time low plus watch the ravens raiders game on the ravens vision boards visit baltimore ravens.com slash kickoff for tickets they are only ten dollars parking is free concessions will be open day of the event they go up to 20 bucks so make sure you get yours right now uh, we got a minute here. Why don't we go in the kitchen? Why don't we uh? Why don't we do that uh? Here in hour number one of Glenn Clark Radio. It's time for Kyle in the kitchen.
5: Kyle in the kitchen is taped in front of a live studio audience.
1: Kyle in the kitchen is brought to you today by the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. It's really brought to you by the KZ Conglomerate. We are we are very very heavy in the KZ business. Every Thursday, 11:30 a.m. The Press Box Fantasy Football Show, starring Ken Zalis, brought to you by CCBC and Glory Days Grill. Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports, PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. And then next Thursday night, you want somewhere to watch the opener, Dallas-Tampa. I'd encourage you to get down to Sports & Social inside Live Casino Hotel because that's where KZ's going to be. And he's going to tell you... How your fantasy team should line up for week one of the NFL season. You can get that advice from KZ before the game. Check out the great menu at Sports and Social, all of the various uh, games they have, including that giant foosball table, bowling, bubble hockey, ski ball. There's just so much to do. It's such a great place to hang out. I love sports and social i will inevitably end up losing days at sports and social in my life particularly as the sports book opens up that's gonna become problematic for your boy at some point but in the meantime it's just a place for you to hang out and watch the season opener with kz next thursday night starting at seven o'clock he'll be there at sports and social inside live casino hotel
0: yes all right so as i mentioned last week i got a few uh, in the chamber here mm-hmm. for Kyle in the kitchen. Uh, the seasonal nature of this dish made it probably the one we'll go with first. Okay. It was a nice, tasty summer salad. I'm mm. not the biggest salad guy, but every now and again, I'll dip my toes I am, in the water. I am
1: the single biggest salad right. guy. Yeah. Yeah, big salad number one. Yeah, I am big salad. Yeah. That's a great point.
0: Uh, so, I uh, like to frequent the JFX Farmer's Market. My girlfriend lives very close by, it's so lovely, it's a fun it's a little lovely farmers romp market. head on down there and get some... I'm
1: I'm told... Oh, maybe that's not the one that Nick Kelly... Nick Kelly got some pickles recently. He was up at the Catonsville one. Was right? that the Catonsville yeah. one? He said, okay. Yeah,
0: so uh, I... Like to walk around, peruse the different offerings and the stands, both produce, both prepared foods, all of that. By it. the way,
1: if you tuned in today thinking that today was the day that I was going to be paying off my punishment, uh, we pushed it back to next Friday. Yeah. It's it's not me, Tim's fault. it had nothing to do with me. I was prepared to do it today. It got pushed back to next Friday. So. I got some
0: tasty uh, pit beef the past couple of weeks. Ooh, Love to dude. slather it up with horseradish, you know? I'm a big horseradish guy, <sighs> if you got
1: I gotta. That's a conversation for another day.
0: Okay, well, you're wrong. No, um, I'm not wrong. That's fine. I, I understand that.
1: I'm not telling you it's bad. It's yeah. just that when I have the options, when I go over to the Fixin's stand. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't have tiger
0: sauce there. I do like a tiger sauce. Th-
1: the tiger sauce is the A number one. But There's no question it's horseradish about mixed that. with mayonnaise. I, I understand like, what's that. Your... But it's it's not what I use. I, I look at it, and I say to myself, this is what I say about- You all- put
0: barbecue sauce on 1,000% no. I do. 1,000% oh, yeah, right. well, with here. a lot of onions. I Lots of onions. a lot of onions of and onions. horseradish. That's yeah. the combo that I go with. It is what it is. You're wrong. Uh, so, I like to walk God, I around- love a, I love a Fixin's bar, too. Yeah, is great. there
1: anything better than a Fixin's bar?
0: Oh, the Fixins. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, I start off, there's a fruit stand right there. Okay. And I like to get some fresh fruit, some fresh-grown local fruit. And one of my favorite fruits, if not my favorite fruit, is- nectarines okay they are in season Enjoy currently. nectarines. in case you were unaware if you buy nectarines and they're sort of firm throw them in a paper bag and close that paper bag they will ripen quickly and the next day they'll be I ripe and delicious all right so i got two bushels bundles whatever you want to call it t- pints i don't even know i genuinely don't know either and so i you know let them ripen threw them in the fridge so i got nectarines in the fridge love having mm-hmm. nectarines in the fridge also kept walking around. Got some fresh shallots. Shallots are always cheeky enj- and fun. Do enjoy a shallot. I've never actually bought them before this. Really? But I know that like they're in so many delicious dishes. They are. And people will just use them as a replacement for onions because they've got a nice garlicky mm-hmm. flavor to it. It's like garlic mixed with onions. That's fun stuff there. Got some shallots. I also just randomly decided to get some beets. Dwight Schrute, you know?
1: Yeah, that makes you want a beet salad, too.
0: God, That's I what love- I made here. No, but, like a just a beet salad. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I also got some beets, and because I liked the, I had an amazing beet salad, like a smoked beet salad in Philly when I went over mm-hmm. there and saw my buddy, and it was like smoked beets. There was some onion in there, some you know I'd, I gotta have the goat cheese, some goat cheese, and it made me like really the texture crave. of beets with goat cheese oh, yeah. is
1: uneffing defeating. Getting ahead man. of us here,
0: You're getting ahead of us. So got some nice beets because I never had them, never prepared them before. I've had them, I haven't prepared. I don't them. think I've ever prepared them before either. It's fine. It's not that difficult. Got some beets, kept walking. Those are the fresh produce ingredients that okay. I purchased at the Farmer's Market. Okay. But I still had some work to do to conceive the overall summer salad. Now, we'll start with the actual like roasting of the beets and preparation there. It's 375 on the oven. Where's your hat, by the way? Oh,
1: crap. What the hell are you doing, man?
0: Where's that? Jordan, can you get the, the chef's hat over there? 375 in the oven. For fifty minutes, there about. You're gonna want to like drizzle some olive oil. Okay. There's a white chef hat should be behind yeah, you just somewhere. Just look
1: around. It's somewhere.
0: Uh, drizzle some olive oil, salt and pepper. There we go. And you're gonna roast those at 375. I just for... noticed
1: that Lil Jordan's wearing an Adley Rutchman Oregon State jersey. That's tremendous. That's that's lovely. That's resplendent.
0: And a Bowie Bay Sox hat.
1: 375. He really is prospects.
0: For fifty minutes. You're gonna want to flip them halfway through. All of that. And then cutting them, like, you're supposed to cut the top and bottom off of it. I didn't cut the bottom off. I forgot. Ah, But they were still fine. Send it back. So you cut the top and bottom, roast them, and then after they cool, you can remove the skin if you are so inclined. You don't have to. I ate some with the skin. Still tasted great. But I removed them for the salad themselves because I'm a man who likes to present a delicious looking dish. Did that, threw them in the fridge to chill and all of that, and they were ready. They, They keep for, like, three to five days. So you got beets in the fridge whenever you need them. So... I decided I of course needed the goat cheese I did not have the goat cheese so I went to the old market picked up some nice it was actually everything bagel goat cheese because why would I not if I had the choice right It was goat cheese with like the big everything seasoning on the outside I was like that sounds delicious let's do it got it picked up some greens the uh, the baby spinach and arugula mix because that sounds like a pretty festive summer seasonal type of green mixture for this mm-hmm. salad. And then from there, I had all the accoutrements, if you will. So, in preparing said salad, of course, you've got your bed of lettuce, the baby spinach, the arugula at the bottom. I diced up two nectarines because I want to have a sizable amount of nectarine in that salad. So I I didn't dice it, I sliced it in probably eighths, if you will. And that's about the same thing I did with the beets as far as the size of the slices of beets are concerned for when you roast them. I mix in the nectarines. Mm-hmm. I mix in the beets. Mm-hmm. Take a healthy chunk, probably about a third of the brick of goat cheese, and start, you know, getting and a so little be- bits and pieces in there. Yeah. Bits and pieces, all that fun stuff. Diced up a shallot nice and thin. Healthy I, uh, healthy
1: chunk was a, a character that was left out of the Goonies, yeah, by the right? way. But not don't, as yeah. funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Diced up a shallot. I didn't dice it. I more thinly sliced it. So we had thin little circles of shallot that are in that salad there. Uh-huh. A whole shallot, because I like to have a good time. Why Why would you yeah. go light on the shallot? So I didn't saute them or anything like that. I threw them in raw, because I don't mind raw onions. Raw dogging so, it. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I threw it in there. I had my goat cheese and all that, and I made a, a pivot decision here. Oh. I said, you know what I've got in my cabinet? What do you have? Sunflower seeds. Oh, Okay. So I took a handful of sunflower seeds, threw those in there. I'm not gonna pretend like
1: sunflower seeds like they don't make the salad, but it's a nice additional little. Why
0: not? It's both nutritious, tasty, all that. Add a little bit extra layer of nice fattiness. Threw that in there, and I drizzled it with olive oil, of course. And then the last addition—it was olive oil and some balsamic glaze in there—and I mixed it all up, tossed the salad, if you will. Ah, I've heard and that about you. It was delicious. Well, that looks lovely. Salad.
1: That's a lovely-looking salad, as uh, summer salads go. That's—it's uh, quite a nice-looking summer salad. As you can see, there's, there's the
0: nice there. chunks of, of the goat cheese in there. Of
1: course, people associate summer salads with um, walnuts too, too. Yeah, well, I didn't have walnuts. Okay, so big fail on your also, part.
0: Also, it's tough to stab a walnut with a fork. I
1: mean, if you get a walnut chunk, it's not. It It really is They fall apart. But but it's also you don't need to stab it because what you can do is you can grab the salad and have the walnut rest against the prongs of the fork. I understand you think you're saying, but I didn't want to have to think that hard.
0: It's not that hard. Every every good summer salad has got walnuts in it. sunflower seeds mix and stick, you know?
1: I understand that, but walnuts are the the
0: play in the summer salad. Well, guess what, Glenn? Yeah. Not in this one. Well, you know, it would have been better. And uh, I would say as far as salads Maybe go. Maybe the
1: problem with letting you judge your own cooking. <laughs> we let you be the one that decides how to grate it. Maybe you should have somebody else do it. It was delicious.
0: Truly delicious. I enjoyed it immensely. How many Ottenheimers do you give I'd it? I'd give it a, oof. I mean, if it's a salad scale we're going with here. If it's like just, overall food, just... I'll give it 87. Okay. It was and... tasty. Tasty. Crushed it. Had so adult. are you
1: doing that on the salad
0: scale or on the overall? On the salad scale, it's a 95. Oh, okay. On the overall scale, it's an okay. 87. Uh,
1: I couldn't possibly go that high without the walnuts. The walnuts really are critical for a good summer salad. Um... I, I, maybe it could be an 80 without the walnuts. Maybe. Maybe it could be that. We'll find well, out. Well, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm telling you, the walnuts you make the summer salad. I do. And I have a one. I put barbecue sauce and Thanksgiving leftovers, too, because you just realize the barbecue sauce is the superior condiment to all other things.
0: I don't use it on anything other than ribs, pretty much. It's a
1: mistake on your part, man. You can live the life that you want to live, but you're just, the rest of us are living better. That's no, the way that it goes. No. We are all having a better time, and we're all looking at you and laughing at the terrible life that you're living. I agree to disagree, Glenn.
0: All right. And you said next week you're doing. I got biscuits. I thought we were doing that. Oh, wait, wait uh, I done, uh, game day na- I got the uh, deli, game nachos. Day nachos. Deli, nachos. Yeah, deli nachos. Deli that's nachos.
1: That's what we're doing. Yeah. That's what we're doing next week. All right, very it's good. Or that- one of
0: those if you have stuff in the fridge, you want to throw together for a quick tasty, uh, you know. Horse Devourer or do uh, enjoy. I do, a enjoy, meal, I do enjoy
1: a Horse devour. Yeah. All right, we'll talk about that next week. It's been Kyle in the Kitchen. Kyle in the Kitchen was brought to you this week by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance. Deductible, 410-401-9797 or c3america.com for your free analysis. Johnny Reiser joins us next to we'll make a trip down to Bowie. Chat with a member of the Bay Sox. Glenn Clark Radio.
0: Join PressBox's fantasy football expert, Ken Zales for the opening night of NFL season on Thursday, September 9th, 7 p.m. at Sports & Social inside of Live Casino. While you're there, say hi to KZ and let him give you advice on setting up your fantasy team, picking starters, and who you might trade for or pick up on waivers. Watch the opening NFL game, get free fantasy football tutoring from Ken Zales, and enjoy the new Sports & Social Club at Maryland Live. We'll see you on September 9th. Must be 21 or older to enter.
1: As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Fair Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the fresh food fest, beer, wine, and spirit. Showcase and so much more. Come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill October 14th through 17th. Buy your tickets now at MarylandFiveStar.us with the number five. That first sip, <sighs> that first bite. Mm. It's back-to-school time, and to help you get educated on Window Nation, they're offering a scholarship for higher savings during Window Nation's back-to-school sale. Right now, get two free windows for every two you buy. Wood or vinyl styles, buy four, get four free. There's no limit. Get an A-plus in savings and pay 0% interest for 24 months. That's like a free ride until 2023. With all the money you'll be saving, you can use it towards your kids' books, clothes, backpack shoes or even treat yourself call 866 90 nation or visit window tell them glenn clark sent you
0: Party with the Flock at the Ravens Countdown to Kickoff Watch Party presented by Miller Lite on Monday, September 13th at M&T Bank Stadium. Celebrate the start of the season with a live performance by all-time low, plus a watch party for the Ravens vs. Raiders game on the Ravens' vision boards. Appearances by Ravens legends, cheerleaders, Baltimore's marching Ravens, playmakers, and Poe. Tickets are $10 in advance and $20 the day of the event. Visit BaltimoreRavens.com slash kickoff for tickets and more info.
1: The latest issue of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Bo Smolka profiles Ravens cornerback Marlon Humphrey who may well be the Ravens' next true defensive superstar in the lineage of Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and Terrell Suggs. Also inside, we introduce you to Maryland Navy, Towson, and Morgan State football players and everything you need to know for football betting as it launches in Maryland. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 royal farm stores and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the orioles ravens and terps at pressboxonline.com URL. you are listening to
3: glenn clark radio at
1: all right back in here on gcr hour number two of the program brought to you by mobile one mobile one full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life visit your local jiffy lube service center ask for mobile one Time for us to make our weekly trip down to Bowie to chat with a member of the Bay Sox. Joining us now, he is Bay Sox outfielder, Orioles prospect, Mr. Johnny Reiser, and he's with us here on GCR. Johnny, it's Glenn and Kyle up in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you. Thank you so much for taking some time for us. Hey,
6: nice to meet y'all, and uh, no problem.
1: Johnny, have you, have you recorded what is the worst uh, a, a variation of a pun involving your last name as far as you being a prospect in this system? Like have you <laughs>
3: have,
1: have, how many of them how daily or how frequently do you hear something like, I think you're gonna be a riser in this club.
6: All the time. Yeah, it's constant. <laughs> yeah. It's constant, but it's uh, it's fun to hear some nicknames. Are okay. In there. Are
1: are any of them actually good, or do they all just make you roll your eyes and pretend to laugh?
6: Pretty much roll my eyes, All right, but, that's what um, I figured.
1: That's what yeah. I figured was probably the case. At this point in your life, there couldn't possibly be anything that's actually clever that could be left at this point. Exactly. Hey, um, uh, a better uh, career highlight so far: homering off of Noah Syndergaard, or that catch you made that didn't count down at Richmond? I'd
6: probably say the homer. Of I Syndergaard mean, it's Noah Syndergaard. The catch didn't count, but the catch is still cool. If the
1: catch had counted, where would they be oh. on the list?
6: uh i'd probably have to go with the catch to I mean, that counted
1: i mean it kicked ass right like yeah. it really kicked ass how, how dumb is that rule by the way you caught the ball like yeah, yeah
6: i don't understand that rule um i think it should be if you catch the ball before i gets falling out of bounds like if i had my feet out of bounds then maybe that shouldn't be a catch but I mean, if you're still in the air while making the catch, I think it should count.
1: It's insane, man. Like it's. Uh, by the way, I'm in favor of if you can like go into the eighth row and somehow make the catch. Like I'm in <laughs> favor of the rule being expanded even further than that and allowing mm-hmm. there to be like a door for home games that can just be opened up and you get to run up into the eighth row and try to catch the ball. I, I, I think we should <laughs> yeah. consider that at some point.
6: That'd be kind of cool, just running the... Uh... Just
1: try to catch a ball before a fan does right like get it on the road they wouldn't be as as welcoming to you down like at richmond they would probably make it a bit more difficult whereas at home they would say come on up bud <laughs> like, let's see if we can do this i'd be in favor we're looking for ways to make baseball more entertaining would that not make baseball more entertaining
6: oh it for sure would and Could... if you're if you're strategic maybe uh just put an
1: outfielder in the stands because you know they sell them off <laughs> right. a lot if, if joey gallo was at the yeah. plate you just play an outfielder in like the 10th row of the right field stance. <laughs> oh i'm so in favor of this we have to petition major league baseball <laughs> to uh to make these changes moving forward uh johnny what's gotten into you le- recently man this this tear that you've been on these last few weeks um did you change your diet in some sort of way something that you did mm-hmm. differently at the plate like what was the impotence for this absolute tear that you found yourself on?
6: It's just it's just a learning experience and trusting the process. I know as cliche as it sounds, but it's baseball's a game of failure and the more you fail I think the more you'll be able to succeed. It's just being able to learn from the failures and um, just building on building on what you know and just keep on pushing and if you fail you'll most likely be able to succeed in the future because i mean you see you see so many pitches throughout your career and you get at bats and you learn from them and i think that's what's been helping me a lot is just uh failing i went through a little slump and um i think it was july or it was june and then I'm just breaking out now, and I'm feeling pretty good, so I'm just sticking with that.
1: When you say that, was there... By the way, if if everybody else allowed to make riser jokes, you're certainly allowed to use cliches yourself. Um, <laughs> like, it, it, was there something particular that you noticed that you were failing at? Was there a certain pitch that you were struggling with? Anything along those yeah. lines? Yeah,
6: exactly. Um, I was struggling with, um, I guess, inside pitches. They started okay. hammering me in. I guess they figured out my cold down a little bit. And so... Um, I kind of got away from my approach, started trying to instead stay through the middle, trying to pull that inside pitch, and I was pulling off the ball, and it uh, kind of messed with me and got in my head. So I was working really hard at that, just trying to stick through the middle but be able to hammer the inside pitch as well. And, um, I've just learned from it, and it's just been helping me, so can't uh, complain. And There's
1: no doubt about that. He's Johnny Riser. He's with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. It would be a great way to spend your holiday weekend getting down to Bowie. Uh, fireworks tonight, tomorrow night, and then t-shirt giveaway on Sunday, all sorts of stuff going on. Find out more by going to Baysox.com. Um, Johnny, you're up to 14 home runs now between the two stops this season. We know that power tends to increase as you move along. Um, do you, do you believe that you're a twenty twenty five home run type of guy by the time you reach the major league level?
6: I believe so. Um, uh, well, we played like a hundred games, maybe I think I've played in like—I'm not exactly sure. It's just I've just been playing, not counting the games. Not not, but, not quite eighty, uh,
3: only
1: eighty-three. So like that's yeah, four, fourteen over eighty-three games—a pretty good pace, dude. <laughs>
6: yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, I could say I could see myself in the big leagues hammering out twenty, twenty-five.
1: How, is it something that you felt coming on? Like, is it a strength thing? Like it, w- w- the power specifically? what's been the biggest difference maker for you in upping the power totals
6: um just just for sure swinging at good pitches to hit um the only way you'll be able to hit home runs is to do damage over the middle of the plate um and rather than swinging at balls in the dirt or swinging at pitches over your head so the biggest chance to hit a home run is looking for a pitch over the heart of the plate and driving it And so that's what i've been really trying to focus on and just to my game plan
1: but you're not turning into like a let's always swing really hard just in case i make contact type like you're not you're not prioritizing necessarily you're trying to hit home runs it's just something that's coming
6: yeah exactly i'm i'm still trying to get my swing off but uh if it if it happens to connect it connects but i'm more of a try to be a line drive hitter and uh if I just catch it the right way, it'll turn into a home run. So I'm not too worried about trying to hit a home run. It's, it just comes with
1: it. It's working right now. It's certainly working. Uh, let me go back yeah. to that famous a couple of years ago, you hit this home run off of Noah Syndergaard. Do, hmm. do you, when that, when something like that happens, and at the time that was before Aberdeen became the high, high A level, that was the low A level. Mm-hmm.
3: Are,
1: are yeah. you are you trying to totally play it cool? Like, yeah, I hit a home run off of Noah Syndergaard, no big deal. Like, that's Johnny <laughs> Riser. That's what I do. Or do you allow yourself to kind of freak out a little bit, even in the moment, because you just hit a home run off of Noah Syndergaard?
6: Yeah, I try to remain humble, but in that moment, I was like, wow, I can't believe I just did that. But, <laughs> right. um, yeah, that's that was a really cool moment, cool experience, and uh probably re- remember for the rest of my life for
1: sure. Did you request someone go try to track down the baseball?
6: I did not, but... Um, one guy actually found it, and he gave it to me a few days later. Oh, he wow. Said was, yeah, he said it was – um, it bounced over the shed, and I think it, like, landed beneath the highway in Aberdeen. So he had to do a little searching. Damn, dude.
1: <laughs> man, did you trade him – what what'd you trade him back for William Willing to go do that?
6: <laughs> uh, I gave him a signed card. There you go. There just, you yeah, go. Yeah, he was very thankful.
1: Yeah, man, that's very cool. How many balls, like, have you kept from various things in your career? Like, how many – Obviously that one, um maybe your first pro hit, your first Yeah, play.
6: First, first pro hit, um, I hit for the cycle in Staten Island. Right. So I kept that ball. Um, I kept the Syndergaard home run and then I just kept my First Grand Slam this past week.
1: Oh, that's cool. Oh, I did see that over the weekend, right? Yeah, you had that first career Mm -hmm. grand slam.
6: That like
1: that maybe not I think a lot of people would say that doesn't seem like a big deal, but like dude, that's 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 the thing that you go out practicing in your your, like your lawn as a kid, right? Is it's always a grand slam, isn't it?
6: Yeah, you got to. It's just part of it. Bases loaded, bottom of the ninth. Right.
1: No one ever envisions hitting a solo home run when they're practicing as a child in their lawn. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit a home run in the base center. It's always a grand slam. That's the way that it goes. Um, you are from Cypress, Texas. The Orioles yes. just added somebody else from Cypress, Texas. Did you have any relationship at all with Colton Kowser? Did you know him even a little bit before he came into the system?
6: Honestly, I did not. I I wasn't really keeping up with, uh, I guess, high school baseball at the time just because I think he's like
3: four years younger, three right. years younger. But, right.
6: Um, I know he's a stud now for sure, but <laughs> I was just – I followed him on Instagram, and I hope to see him soon. He's a, he's a stud. He's from Cy Ranch, and I'm from Cy Fair, so – there's a little rivalry, so we will going be
1: competing in the future, which is kind of cool. I, I dig that. Did like did anybody you know know him? Like, did you get any texts like, dude, that's my, you know, it's my my sister's ex boyfriend? Or so did you get any of those on draft night?
6: <laughs> no, no, that would have been funny. But... Oh my God, it would have been <laughs>
1: hilarious. <Yeah. laughs> so I was rooting for those stories. Um, yeah, would have been be nice. Uh, Johnny, this season, by the is that your is that your dog in the background? No, it's my host family. Oh, Okay, all right. <laughs> Um, your, your experience at Bowie this season with all the excitement, I know Adley's moved on, but obviously the pitchers that have been there, the electric crowds that we've seen, the gas cans, all of that stuff. Can you put into words what it's been like to be a part of that since you got the call up from Aberdeen?
6: It's been unreal. Um, just to put into words, it's, it's been a pleasure. It's been, it's just been amazing time. I've been meeting a lot of new people. And just being in Bowie is a pretty cool place to be. It's by Annapolis, Baltimore, Washington, D.C. It's a perfect spot. And I'm just uh, I'm just thankful and grateful to be a part of it.
1: You, like, you know, the, the guys, who are the guys that maybe you've gotten closest with in the system? I know it was a weird year a year ago for everybody and then getting back to, to some normalcy this year in baseball. Who are the guys that you maybe developed the closest relationships with over the course of the last few years?
6: i have to say the outfielders just because i'm always around them sure so like zach watson kyle Stowers, shane fontana dorn turchin um they're all really good friends of mine and we always hang out but um yeah i'd have to say the outfielders that makes a lot of sense
1: that makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. are are you an outfield chatter guy still or does that have to end at a certain age like there's no more chatter any longer uh did you say shagger no no, chatter like when you're oh chatter oh yeah. yeah
6: yeah we're all we're always chattering.
1: Okay, so tell me what about outfield... Stuff. What is... Okay, that's what I want to know. What is outfield chatter then? Like, what are you guys actually <laughs> chattering about?
6: Oh. <laughs> it's honestly uh, just random, whatever comes to mind. We'll, <laughs> we'll be talking about a hitter maybe or just making some jokes. Maybe we'll, like... I don't know. Um, I think yesterday um, we were just talking about, like... Shooting in for, like, a, I don't know, just, like, strategic game plans, but then sometimes they'll mess around and just, like, talk to the opponent's bullpen and be like, you say some joke or something.
1: <laughs> or not nothing, nothing too funny. I kind of love this. I think we should have you guys mic'd up more often. <laughs> I agree.
6: I, I think that's a pretty cool thing is having having guys mic'd up. That'd be, that'd be awesome.
1: Would you be able to do it? We've seen, like, not in, in real games, but we've seen, like, in spring training in or all-star game. in all-star game. We've seen it at the plate. Would you be capable mm-hmm. like would you be able to do that where a guy's mic'd up at the plate or are you two zoned in like there's that it would be no leave of no me value. alone. Yeah, yeah.
6: right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh I think it's different from person to person, but um if you have a mic on and you know you're mic'd up, I feel like you'd wanna talk more and say stuff to the to the mic rather than just sit there and React pitch to pitch. Maybe you take a pitch and be
0: like, "Oh, that's a ball." Or talk, talk about something. <laughs> now let's let's be honest here. Would you have to yeah. censor yourself? <laughs> yeah, that's
6: true. you. Strike <laughs> out on a bad pitch. To umpire calls. You watch
1: what you say. <laughs> uh, all right. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was. I disagree with the call. That was. I <laughs> sincerely disagree with the call that you just made. Exactly. That's the way it would go. Johnny Riser, great stuff, man. Uh, Twitter, Instagram. Where can Orioles fans be giving you a follow?
6: uh instagram it's just Riser r-i-z-e-r and then uh twitter it's just john underscore riser
1: yeah with a z give him a follow in those spots and of course the bay Sox are home this weekend get down and check them out at prince george's county stadium and then one more homestand to end the regular season those are your last chances to get down and check them out Johnny, appreciate you, man. Thank you for taking the time for us this morning. Uh, may, may you continue to be blasting the ball and uh, great health and success moving forward. Appreciate you doing
6: this. Appreciate you having me.
1: Johnny Riser from the Bowie Bay Sox checking in with us here on GCR. Appreciate him taking the time. Thanks to Lil Jordan for putting together some prep for us. Love that. Big fan of that. Hour number two of today's program is also brought to you by the Stand the Fan Variety Hour I had a fun show the other night, Stan and Gary. I did not know about this guy. It's a UMBC alum who has come up with this website that allows you to track betting experts, social media, you know, media personalities, anybody who puts their picks out there, and figure out who you should be betting with. It's called sharprank.com, and Stan and Gary caught up with Chris Adams, who is a UMBC alum who created this website, and as uh, sports betting comes to the state of Maryland and you're trying to make a couple of bucks, might be someone you need to know a bit more about, so check that out right now. Facebook.com slash Pressbox Sports, click on the videos tab or go to Pressboxonline.com in order to see it there. Stan Shows as always brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. We don't know the schedule yet for Stan next week. They're, they're definitely going to be off on Monday because of the Labor Day holiday. Also forgot the Jewish holiday is next week as well. So don't fully know what the show the schedule is going to be for Stan shows, but we will let you know as soon as we do. Um, I didn't have a chance when I was talking about things that caught my attention last night. Um, for what it's worth, Jared Bernhardt, the former Maryland lacrosse player who was the Twarden Award winner last year, made his football debut for Ferris State. It went well. Um, He's playing quarterback for Ferris State this season after an incredible collegiate lacrosse career, and he was all right. They're running sort of an option offense, so he threw for two hundred eighteen yards and three touchdowns in his football debut, which ain't bad uh he also ran for four more touchdowns, so that's seven total touchdowns for Jared Bernhardt last night in his football debut couldn't get eight huh yeah what a b what a loser what a lo- <laughs> in fairness i don't I don't know who findley is that they played at you I know findley play. Findley? With yeah, a D. you don't know Findley? No, I don't. I got to be honest with you, not know, you familiar were a sports with them. Guy. I remember Findley Prep was a high school that somebody went to of significance. Who went to Findley Prep? There was some. Oh man, that's gonna drive me crazy. I'm more of a Findley University. Yeah, guy. I know. You've yeah. always been. You've said that for yeah. a long time. That's why you wear all those hats in.
0: I do. Findley. Findley all day. Findley
1: Prep was. Might have been Bryce Harper. Now that I think about it, might have been. No, I don't think that's true. No, it wasn't. It was, but there are a lot of other people. It was, ooh, I was thinking of Anthony Bennett went to Finley Prep. Ah, obviously. A hell of an NBA player. No, but he was th- supposed to be. He was drafted quite high. Unfortunately, it did not work out for him. Uh, DeAndre Liggins, uh, Avery Bradley went to Finley Prep. Corey Joseph, Tristan Thompson went to Finley Prep.
0: Oh, look at this. Yeah. Kelly, a former Cavs stars. Kelly here?
1: Oubre Jr. went to Finley Prep. Good looking Prep. chap. Don't think Kelly Oubre ever ended up with the Cavs. No seems like the type of player that might have ended up getting a cup of coffee there at he's some played point. played with he's some good teams. teams. Yes, he has played with some good teams. You know where he is right now?
0: Phoenix, right? No. He was. No, he's not. He was at one point with Phoenix. He's yes. with, I don't. He's with Charlotte. Do you know where he was last season? No.
1: Yeah, Golden State. I didn't know either. That's why I'm saying he could have ended up with Cleveland at some point because I had lost track of Kelly Oubre. Dylan Brooks, uh, Alonzo Trier, P.J. Washington. Ooh, P.J. Washington got himself into some you, yeah, you see those you see those Instagram models, you think to yourself, I'm going after Tristan that. Justin
0: Thompson hasn't had a clean record of No,
1: himself. not at all. Yeah. Not whatsoever. Findlay, uh,
0: troublemakers. Bowl Bowl also uh, went to uh, uh, Findlay Prep. So it's like a prep school of sorts.
1: Quite, that's probably why it's called Findlay Prep. Mm, I'm I not wasn't guess. sure.
0: There's a By the way, I did some research. Yeah. Martha <laughs> says what? that e- even though it's a nice gesture... A gar- card is not necessary at a wedding nobody, if you've, if you've no, given a gift no, to the registry. Nobody said you're going to get shot
1: for not, not bringing a card. I'm not saying even like you're going to get... No one's, no one's saying, saying gonna you're going to get kicked out of the wedding you. for getting... No one's the, even going to look at no, you like a side You're supposed to bring a card. Maybe when you were a kid in the no, 40s. No, it's not when I was a kid. You're still supposed to bring a card. I think you're mistaken. You're supposed to say something nice in the card the prevalence about of all, the of all of these The prevalence of online things. registries no, have rendered this obsolete. It is not rendered obsolete. I wish it had... My god do i wish it had cards are stupid Maybe do away with them forever but people care about stupid cards and you if you find out from the people ahead of time they're not the type of people that care about stupid cards god bless you but making the assumption makes you the dummy you need to find out martha stewart people, would, yeah she'd lie no, to me, Stewart, huh? yeah they, she would yeah, i don't know she if you would remember to me. she
0: literally went to jail over it. no she didn't lie she just got caught Oh, I see. Yeah. They the lied difference. about the fact
1: that she was doing inside trading. was perjury. Uh, that's not what she, you know what, that wasn't the part she went to jail for, but she lied about it and that's why the government went after mm-hmm. her. That's the okay. way that it goes. She would lie to you i pretty sure she's clearly. sort of in a, according
0: to Gretchen I, Culver, owner and director and creative uh-huh. director of Rocket Science Events. I,
1: I appreciate that you are trying to go out of your way to find people who agree with Martha you. Martha Stewart. I greatly appreciate that. Gretchen and Culver. And
0: I assure you, I want this to be the case moving forward. Now, I want. I understand cards. you didn't do the registry bit. You were going to give them a check. Oh yeah, in which that's case what they the card want. is they, necessary. They want, the there's there's often the part where you
1: can just donate to their they honeymoon fund. They don't really want the gifts on the registry. Though
0: what do you mean? She might. They. You wouldn't want a stand mixer. They want the cash. You've never just wanted to use a stand mixer. No, but I would I would be
1: willing to. They're kind of cheeky. I'm fun. not saying that I'm opposed to it. Get a nice cast iron. And I get it. You can get a nice air fryer. I understand you can do all these things. But what I'm saying is they can also go get their but own. There's the part where they you can, just, it's can like decide go what they me. really wanted. It's like a When you give them cash, it's like a
0: honeymoon. GoFundMe. We're
1: talking about. By the way, congratulations to our friend Paul Valley uh, from the Bat Around, which you hear every yeah. Saturday. Don't morning. Don't expect a card, Paul. Yeah, I'm getting a card. My <laughs> wife went to get a card. I forgot to get a card last night. My wife is like, "You got a card, right?" I'm like, "Damn it." And my wife, by the way, is a card person. She's obsessed. Girls with Girls are
0: just card people. I that's this is the thing. But you're not. You, it's yeah, they'll be fine.
1: <laughs> I but I'm giving them a check. I almost have to give them a card. I'm not just gonna hand up. Although one of my favorite moments at my own wedding, I was so drunk. I don't know why I remember this so vividly. Uh, my my childhood best friend's uncle, who is an admitted redneck. Like he would tell you right off. Like that he has no bones about the mm-hmm. fact that he's a redneck. Um, But we grew up together. I love the guy. I think he might have given me my first beer like Uncle Jim. I love Uncle Jim to death. Uncle Jim approaches me at the wedding. We're both completely hammered and he pulls out. He goes, he's like, hang on a second. He goes and grabs his wallet out. He's like, I'm just a redneck. I forgot to get you a card, and he hands me a hundred dollar bill. See, and I'm like, equally effective. Jim. But again, for me, not a problem. My wife, 100%, wanted the card. She wanted from some Uncle nice Jim, thought from Uncle Jim and Aunt Jenny about us getting married. What kind of card would he have gotten? I don't know. Probably, probably something inappropriate, if I had to guess. And it's fine. She would have
0: preferred that. She wants the card. I think that the kids these days are different.
1: They're not, man. They're not. I want them to be so desperately, but they're not. There's something about the stupid card that per- you're right about it. Particularly girls like displaying somewhere. Little Jordan knows they like displaying them. They like having the card. i not collection sneaking in a card run.
0: through customs to Columbia.
1: Well, nobody. I, well, I don't think you have to sneak it through, pal. I'm the kind of cards sure. I'm getting. Well, to do. okay. All right. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that's how you were living, Biggie Smalls. I did not realize that. All right, we're going to try to bring it back every Friday. Let's see how it goes. That was one of my better efforts in whistling. That was Just
3: one of my. kind
0: of goes to show how paltry of a whistler I'm you are. I'm not a
1: great whistler, but that one was one of my more decent ones. Yeah, who's
0: a good whistler? Who? Uncle Jim.
3: Uncle
1: Jim is a phenomenal yeah. whistler. He's a big-time whistler. Uh, it's time. By the way, congratulations to Paul and Laura. Uh, love them and looking forward to uh, celebrating with them tonight as the, they're getting married. Uh, Paul Valley, the host of the Bat Around. Uh, looking forward to that. All right. Uh, by the way, Bizarro World, my wife. Yesterday was like, So where's the wedding at? What are we is it like a formal wedding? I'm like, baby, it's a it's a wedding. We're right. gonna dress yeah. nice. Like no, I don't wear understand some that. Sweatpants. So she's talking about it out of her work and someone at the work is like, Wait, no, you're I'm going, going to you're going to a wedding tomorrow at four thirty in Cecil County? Why do give it, the address away, one? I'm not. Four <laughs> thirty. Yeah, four thirty. Is that early?
3: That's it's, early. It's, But I on get a it. Friday. I get it.
1: You want to do dinner? You want to do? But still, like on a week. I understand. On a weekday. Like, it's. We had to rearrange our schedule a little bit before, but willing to do that. Willing to do that to celebrate with these lovely people. Willing to do that. Whatever. It's their We're wedding. We're recording with Ray Lewis at five. I uh, know. Oh boy, that's rough. <laughs> that's rough. Congratulations, Lil Jordan. You got to be back in here to record an interview. <laughs> it's your big. It's your big moment. Uh, congratulations to Paul. Yeah, no, she didn't. It wasn't somebody else who's going to the wedding. They're like, oh, I know someone who's going to that wedding. One of them has an Aunt Kathy, and we now know Aunt Kathy, and we're gonna hang out with Aunt Kathy tonight at the nuptials. That's big, big move. Yeah. Big move. I've got two Aunt Kathy's. You're the myself. ring bearer, right? I don't think I made that cut. Flower I don't think girl. I think we we're at the lat you know, like when you're at the last table. There's a really like funny – Like you're at the table the yeah, furthest yeah, away and you realize with, uh, the you, were the, you, were the, you were the last people that made the cut for the yeah, wedding. I'm pretty with, sure
0: that's where like, the straggling, uh, like quote unquote honorary grandfather. We
1: were that at one of my ex's weddings. And it was more awkward because like the rest of our friends were not at that table. Yeah, that's rough. The rest of our friends, and I realized like it's because it had to be because we dated. Like it had to be that we got rejected back to the far table. Mm-hmm. We're always told it's because I get along with everyone. Mm. Like that's I'm more aw- of a
0: rehearsal bit, though you want them to intermingle and like put people with people that don't know each other so they get to know each other I don't know man I don't know we got by the get, way I was going to say we got to get to the young youths. I Uts. forgot what I was going to say so keep going All right whatever but, uh, congratulations to Paul and Laura let's get to young youths. Little oh joy. yeah there was a flower man there was a wedding I saw <gasps> on Twitter where they had All like right. a 30 year old guy I've been a, dude
1: I've been a bridesmaid <laughs> <laughs> in multiple weddings I I'm in fact I've been a bridesmaid you the dress? more often than I've been a groomsman No but one of them we wore pink like we we were dressed in pink for it mm-hmm. um, I was a bridesmaid in my cousin's wedding I was a bridesmaid in my childhood friend Sarah's wedding um, I've only once been a No I guess No I was also a bridesmaid In our friend Jeanette's
0: wedding You've been a bridesmaid More than a groomsman been
1: a, been a bri- Definitely been a bridesmaid More than I've been a groomsman 100% I've Probably been that a bridesmaid That's about
0: you uh, eh. I'm really not sure I think actually. it says That know. I'm a great
1: bridesmaid That's what <laughs> it says I had to do the bachelorette party For one of them too It was actually quite awkward At one point I'm like At my cousin's wedding, and I love my cousin Megan to death. I love her, right? You're like, like,
0: I know this great strip club.
1: (laughs) Well, no, like, I did all the stupid stuff. I did, like, the paint by numbers thing. I did the, it was wine and painting, whatever it was. Like, we did a little food tour. We did a little dancing. Like, I was great with all that. But then the other night, she's like, Well, we're all going to crash back at the suite. I'm like, I'm the only dude.
0: (laughs) You had the cot and everything.
1: Like, it was like two hotel rooms and a living room in between. I'm like, This is weird. (laughs) Like, are we not going to acknowledge that this is, it's like seven chicks and me, and like one of them, two of them were my cousins, and one of them was my sister, but they weren't all related to me. Like, this is, are Pillow we not, are we not going to acknowledge there's something a little weird about this?
0: How was where'd you sleep?
1: Like, I got another room. Like, oh. I wasn't going to do with that. I just got another room at the hotel. Little Jordan, I'm sorry. Let's get the young youths. What do you have for us?
2: All good. Well, uh. Write it in the
1: microphone, little Jordan.
2: So, uh, I assume you're familiar with the uh, fact that Jake Paul and Tyrone Woodley had their uh, yeah, fight yes, this week. Yes. Well, a 22 year old by the name of Austin Wallace from Ohio says he quit his $100,000 per year job to go approach Logan Paul and ask to work with his team. Hey, what? Backstage at the fight. Yes, he's 22 quit his $100,000...
1: Doing 000. what? What was he doing at 22 that was making him $100,000? So really
0: working for his he, uncle? Yeah, so yeah. he
1: he did not disclose
2: that. He just said this all on TikTok. And he got to Logan Paul, filmed the interaction, and he explained to Logan Paul how he had no friends, his family is not, the cl- not close with him, nothing like that. And so he asked Logan Paul for a job. And... Logan Paul saw he that... He basically
0: wanted him to be his mentor. I'm not yes. sure
2: if
1: anything is about this is real. At the, beginning the kid was go crying in the car. Yeah, the kid, the kid...
2: Yeah. So he, he goes up to Logan Paul and explains the situation, and Logan Paul obviously sees the red flags. He's y- like, yeah. why would you quit a $100,000 a year job at 22? And respected the kid's hustle, but dropped some uh, good knowledge on him that you need to, uh, you can't be looking for handouts, and that if you really wanted to quit your job and make it big, go to L.A. Don't go to a fight in Ohio and approach a stranger with an interesting proposition.
0: There was actually the only time I've ever respected anything about the Paul brothers was during the interaction. Logan Paul was like, I'm not. I can't be your mentor. Like I'm an f up. I need a mentor. <laughs> the only thing he's ever said that I actually thought that's actually pretty Dude, reasonable. We are
1: so effed as a country, man. Like, I gotta be honest with you. Th- this is everything about this is so sad and pathetic. Yes. I I don't know where to begin. Like I don't know what the first level of this is that I I respond to. Like what. What, what do I even say back to this?
0: Maybe don't quit your $100,000 job as a 22-year-old. Start with that, yeah. sure.
1: But I how did, I don't know that I, I don't think I believe that the guy actually has $100,000. That I, part
0: I don't necessarily I, the, believe. The guy
1: appears to be trying to be a social media star of his own. Um, he succeeded
0: and, ultimately with this. Yeah, he got
1: a ton of attention yeah. for it. So life isn't... These fights aren't real. So how do I know that all, any of this isn't real or that it wasn't something that Logan Paul planned? Like, this is the problem with all... You're living your life as a show, and that's fine. Like you're doing quite well
0: for yourself. He's a convincing th- fake crier. If this is not real,
1: okay. Well, I don't. Have you he's, ever heard of acting?
0: I don't think he's an actor.
1: No, you don't think. No.
0: I think everyone's an actor now.
1: Like, like the, there not. there is no line I'm 100% between real. Are you? Yeah. Are you though? hundred <laughs> percent real. Yes. Um, I don't like. Except giving... for my boobs. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but they are nice. Yeah. i gotta be honest <laughs> with you. You're doing quite well for yourself. Um, all of this just makes me very sad. Like, that th- this is a thing. That this is something, it's, it's not just that this happened, it's that, that someone cares about this. Instead of just saying, like, Ben, may, well, this is nothing, let's move on with our day. Like, there's, there's nothing to this. This isn't interesting to me. This guy's not interesting. This guy's not real. Logan Paul's not real. None of this is real. Life isn't real. Matrix. your your beet salads real that's a real thing that, like, Legitimately, beard, it's
0: not well, yeah, that's fake everybody
1: yeah. knows that about you like what what is any of this How, explain this to someone try telling your grandfather this story. Sit down right now and attempt to tell your handsome grandfather. He's dead, that, I know. Well, mine is, unfortunately, too, Ooh. now. But, like, attempt to tell your handsome. Imagine he's still with us. Okay. Imagine you're sitting down to explain this story to your handsome
0: grandfather right now. He was a little spacey in his older years. I, I don't no, know. Imagine he
1: he's still there. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: He would probably be confused. Go ahead. I wanna, confused. I wanna, I'm your grandpa now. Grampy? Yeah, Grampy. I want to talk Grampy. to you about something. Stop singing. Call him Stop Grampy? singing, please. Yeah. Okay.
1: And he was singing a lot? He was a singer? He was. Okay.
0: That's where I like met my like in the chorus, the choir.
1: My grandfather had uh, two of his favorites. Johnson's Old Grey Mule was a regular that he oh, sang to okay. us. I almost, my plan at, at the eulogy was to start singing it at the end of the eulogy. And then I got to the church where we were doing the eulogy. I don't think these people wanted probably not. I don't think they probably wanted probably me not. to sing Johnson's Old few Grey Mule. few churches would, I would imagine. Yeah, but this one in particular. Right. This one in particular. Grandpa,
0: so, Grampy, I know you're familiar with TikTok. Nope. What it is is a video platform online where youths, the youths like Why? to dance. Why? You know, for fun. Get a job. I'm not saying Kyle, I do it. get a job. It's not me on TikTok. Kyle, you're a
1: major disappointment to the me entire family. On TikTok. I don't even have get the app. Get a job.
0: I don't even have the app. I just see it yeah, on we Twitter. Gotta, we got to move on.
1: You got to move on. <laughs> well, it's number two on the list?
0: The United
2: States Federal Trade Commission is investigating McDonald's for the ice cream machines, otherwise known as the McFlurry machines, being broken
1: yeah. all the time. Yeah. So isn't the story, though, that it's just like the people that work there don't, don't feel wanna, like making they have to them clean them and stuff so they just say they're broken isn't that like haven't we learned from like former mcdonald's employees over the years that's just all this is
0: I think it's a mixed bag though
2: that's why right. that that's what i like to think but at the same time i've gotten a few mcflurries from a few locations and at other times i haven't so and at certain, boy, it's, <laughs> or, it's <laughs> sort of weird <laughs> <or, laughs> <or, laughs> <or, laughs> <it, laughs> you mean to tell me boy, that you don't sir- spend <laughs> every moment of every day getting
1: mcflurries <laughs> at, what a weirdo! At, at, at certain locations, I've never been able to get should one. should have probably now. vetted this. <laughs> at certain locations. I feel like it's a staffing issue. If this is an understaffed...
0: Well, apparently takes a really long time to clean the machines. Right. and So, so one... I'd like to think they do clean them. So if you've already cleaned it, and somebody at like 10.30 p.m. is like, can I get a McFlurry? Then you just say, no. Right. No, this machine's like it's not working. Sorry. Yeah, but right. I do also think that there's probably somewhere they just aren't working. There's a website, literally, dedicated... I, I have seen that, ...to yeah. whether or not... The McFlurry's machines are working at a given rent with McDonald's.
1: I, look, I'm, I'm... I'm not a McFlurry I, guy, necessarily. I, I'm, well, I'm not a McDon- I haven't been to a McDonald's in 20 years. My
0: issue is when you get an ice cream uh, thing 15 years, with your 17 m- your years hot meal, you feel obliged to eat the ice cream before the meal well, because it's going to melt.
1: Don't pe- most people like go back up to get I there? I don't think
0: they do, Glenn. Mm-mm. No.
1: If you're sitting down at yes. one of these places, yes. you're you're getting it all at the same time? Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I'm telling you. That's
0: why I don't do it, partially. It makes no sense. I agree.
1: I was a kid. I was like, I don't know if it, where it was, but they would give you like a, you'd buy your thing that came with an ice cream, and they'd give you like a token. Yeah. And then at the end, after you consumed your, your, you hand your, your burger, and you go get your ice cream that way. And mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was there or somewhere else, but that was always the play. That makes sense. The play was, you could order, so you don't have to pay for it again, you could order the whole thing with the ice cream. But because you weren't going to want the ice cream right
0: now, you could go back. You think up they would honor it? Could be like, hey, I'm going to pay for it right now, but I'm going to come back to the counter.
1: Well, there should be a system for me. that. There should be a system in America. There yeah. should be a system. For I would that. like what think. other people do in other countries. I, that's their business. But yeah. here in America, we should be able to pay for our ice cream up front and get it when we want I it. Agree. That should be a platform that someone runs for public office. I on. tried once. And before. fixing these machines. Do we know like what what this is going to lead to? Like they can't force. They're going to shut them down. Yeah. Like how? <laughs> like like what? I don't understand what's going to come from this. Like so they're investigating it so what like if if you're working if you're working at an understaffed McDonald's you're gonna say well change my mind now I'm gonna go make your McFlurry like no I think you're gonna continue to do the exact same thing that you've done before I don't know what can come from this it's a class Anti-trust. it's probably like a class action agreement where like everybody gets a free McFlurry or something like that legitimately is probably oh, I'm gonna on be board
0: that. why not uh, well, no, it's not for me. I'll let you have mine. What are you doing? The flavor. What if you had to do it? If you I had to do I it. If you I had to, remember,
1: to do it, Glenn. I'm telling you, it's been so long. I don't remember. I don't remember. But what do you
0: like candy-wise? I remember you when I Oreo when I was m M&M. and M&M. When
1: I was a kid, I was there was a Reese. There was a Blizzard that was a Reese's yeah. uh, Blizzard, and that was my go-to. Blizzards uh, uh, are treat. better than
0: McFlurry's I'll say. Well, that. Blizzards
1: are of course better than McFlurry's man. Come on, let's not yeah. compare. I do believe that the M&M was always a popular. I think Oreo was perhaps
0: the most popular McFlurry. Is it? I
1: don't, dude. It's been so long. I don't. I don't. I just don't remember much about the McFlurries. They like came on. Au- they came around, and mm-hmm. I was very excited when they came around because mm-hmm. I was very fat. Yeah. Um, and then I improved my life quickly thereafter. I did well, not get.
0: To be fair, there's probably some overlap there where you were still fat but didn't care about McFlurries.
1: Uh. I okay. There might have been a little bit of that. There <laughs> yeah. might have been a little bit
0: of that <laughs> yeah. in there. Yes, for sure.
1: All right. And uh, number three. Number three is there. Did was... they tell you what's going to come from this? Did they? Is that in the story no.
2: at
3: all?
0: Is no. it going to be like undercover customers? <laughs> like, I mean, like, I give me a McFlurry. I, but I just don't understand. Like this you're is, under it, arrest. <laughs> this isn't a lawsuit. They're just investigating.
1: So,
2: yeah, but I don't. They're, yeah, they are investigating uh, why the ice cream machines are always broken. And I... it was reported by the Wall Street Journal.
1: I mean this with all due respect. Don't... So it's a manufacturing issue. Perhaps. Don't we have more important things to be doing right now? No. Don't we have no. other things? Not investigation wise. The Federal Trade Commission began, but they sent a letter to McDonald's, gather information. Blah 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 blah.
2: Oh. Oh, here. Uh-huh. A 24-year-old ice cream fan fed up with McDonald's oft-broken machines managed to reverse-engineer the McDonald's app, thus creating a map
0: of every broken soft machine. Right, we're just talking about machine. that. Right, we're yeah, just yeah talking that's about a that. website. You made a website. Uh, yeah. about it. But what
1: I'm saying is I still don't understand. What does this yeah. investigation do?
0: Like, what does it mean? What's going to try and cut down a number of. Are they trying McDonald's. to? Are they trying to Fraudulent force? Fraudulent McDonald's.
1: They're trying to force the company to fix to the problem somehow. Could, are they able to compel? Like, what's the threat here? I, that's the part I don't understand. If McDonald says, "Yeah, too bad, we're not doing anything about it," what's the recourse?
0: Everyone gets free McDonald's for a year.
1: I mean, maybe like they might be willing. to. I don't know. I don't know. Remember they they ran a whole. Remember when they ran a fake Monopoly uh, game? Yeah, because they had run previous yeah. fake Monopoly games, and so they were like working with the government to run an entire fake Monopoly game, and we oh, were... yeah.
0: yeah Swindled. Say. All right, what's number three?
1: Are they still doing that movie? Are they still making an actual so, movie yeah. about it? They did yeah, the I HBO remember. series, but I still thought yeah, there was supposed to so. be a movie. Go ahead.
2: Number three is a runaway emu was caught in a Michigan village this week, a and my, my favorite headline... Would Village be, is the worst part of I it. I didn't know that they called would, towns would, in Michigan would villages. Be, would be runaway emu ruffles feathers in a Michigan suburb. All right, that's not a bad that's not a written. Is he okay? Is everybody all right? So the Shepherd Police Department received a call, and the call said there was an escaped feathered animal running around kind the city. Vague. And so apparently the Shepherd Police said they thought they were a punchline in a joke. They didn't think it could be a... Uh, Real thing because why would emus be in uh Michigan just in the people have emus. I d-
0: like, there are people like reservations or like animal rescue places that will have emus on the grounds, like in uh Green Spring Valley, you know, that area where if you like Hillside Road dumps off onto Stevenson, you turn left on that like farm yeah. road area. They had emus for a while there, they I had know. like an ostrich, they yeah. had like a tiger once over there. It was pretty wild, huh? mm, so that happens.
2: I got nothing, I got nothing here, I got nothing. Eh? The uh, the bird was eventually caught by its owners in the northeast section of the village. The owners had the been looking Shyamalan the, film. the the owners had been looking for the emu since
0: Tuesday. evasive emu.
1: Um mm. I don't know enough about it, emus. Emus are flightless uh, birds, Glenn. I understand that, but and they're they're popular in those uh, Liberty uh, Liberty Liberty commercials right now. They're um, I think it'd be somewhat aggressive. They're can fast, they? yeah. I, I think, think they're, they're really aggressive. Be, yeah. How fast? They can uh, run like 30 I, miles per yeah. hour. Really? Yeah. Holy crap!
0: I know about emus.
1: But everybody's okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Especially everyone's fine. the emu. He had a great time. Right,
1: that was that was most nervous about. It. Wouldn't somebody think about the emu? Yeah. All right, not bad, not bad for uh for how we kicked off uh, your first uh your first taste of young youths. I would have liked the youth story. That would have been good. But I'll settle for an emu story. That's not bad either. Good job, J- little Jordan. Uh, we'll be doing that every Friday all season long. Today's show also brought to you by Glory Days Grill. They are hiring at Glory Days Grill. Of course, uh, perhaps you're coming out of all of this and your life has changed, and you're looking for a new start. Well, I would get to your neighborhood Glory Days Grill because they are hiring all positions. If you want to work for a great family-oriented company known for their commitment to the community, stop into one of their restaurants and speak with a manager. Management opportunities are available at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill glorydaysgrill.com Towson Football kicks off the season tomorrow at Morgan State. Joining us now to preview the Tigers. Always love our conversations with our friend Rob Ambrose who's back with us here on GCR. Coach, it's good to talk to you. Thank you for taking the time as always. And oh Boy, I can only imagine how good it feels to actually be a day away from playing a football game.
5: <laughs> a day away from playing a football game. It's something I never thought was going to Go this long without? Um, no doubt. It's an exciting time. I think it's an exciting time in town, in the in the city. Both schools, the kids. I, the weather is perfect. Like we woke up this morning and everybody went,
1: "Oh yeah, it's football weather. It's perfect. It's
5: just perfect." Um, like couldn't
1: be any better. Give me the rundown for you. You've been through an awful lot of things uh, since you came back home to Towson. What have these last year and a half been like? In I. Again, I'm going to try to do this. You could probably write a book about it, but like, can you can you explain what it's been like to be a football coach through everything that your guys have been through? Oh gosh, how much time you got? I mean, this is
5: when when you become a head football coach. We joke around that there's a head coach's manual, and there's certain things in it that uh, you just need to learn how to do. And clearly, this was not in the manual, not even close. And uh, it, it, when I'm old and gray and dead, there will be guys that you know god help the world if there's a pandemic again but at least all of us who did this job now are the ones that wrote the playbook either good or bad right. for how to get through this thing uh, it, 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 the hardest thing to do is helping the kids how do you how do you thoroughly help someone you can't be in their presence on a regular basis you just boil it down to the lowest common denominator what we do we help mentor young men be better men in the future and we help grow, them to be ready to take on the world and we use Football to teach them that. You know, how to get up when you get knocked down. The world needs some more of that. And we're getting knocked down by the world and we can't be together to get up. So between the academics staying in shape, staying current with football, (laughs) uh, strings and rubber bands and uh, work glue, like just piecing stuff (laughs) together and trying not to let the ship sink too fast before you can fix it. And uh, two years later, We're coming out of it in the back end. And I I just, I'm grateful to to my staff, to the kids that are here, to the people of the university. You know, this was a team effort to get us to this point in a healthy manner and fashion, to get us back where we're healthy enough to play football. Everybody's like, oh, go work out. You'll be fine. You guys don't have to work out together. Just do your little individual workout. Whoever said that has no idea what we do. To be in football shape is to be in football shape. And there is no personal trainer anywhere. Can do that for you sure you have to practice playing the game so you can be in shape to play the game and there's there is no substitute and, and living in a zoom world doesn't get that done to say that this was the most challenging two years of these kids my step myself our families lives is a massive understatement because what we do we play football we coach football but that's not what we do it's who we are ask any kid that played the game for an extended period of time. He didn't play football. He's a football player and always will be. And to take who you are away for two years, some of the hardest mental health challenges that I've ever even thought of in reference to what we do. And uh, we spent a lot of time on mental health. We spent a lot on time on how to learn how to be successful online in academics. And to be honest, I didn't know how to do that. I had to figure it out. <laughs> like We all did. Sure. So, uh, it's a, it's a it was a hot mess. We made the best out of it. Once we found light at the end of the tunnel, we focused on the light, stayed positive, and kept working towards that goal. And that goal is this game.
1: So what you're saying is this was super easy, no big deal, um, not even. <laughs> <laughs> I thank the Lord. I'm married to a therapist. <laughs> it does it does help, doesn't it? Boy, does it, it help! Does. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, with all that in mind, uh, coach, do you get the sense that that this season? might be defined, and maybe it's different at the, the top level because a lot of them were able to play a year ago, but p- particularly for programs that weren't able to play last season, do you get the season that some of this season might be defined as much by X's and O's as it is how various players, programs, were able to handle the difficulties of the last year? Definitely.
5: And, and you're throwing whoever played in the spring season and how that affected them as well. That. Uh, t- I joke around and we talk about this, you know, COVID's outlying, it's always out there and, and we're all going to have to deal with it Right. relative to vaccinations or not. You know, I'm sure that's going to be another variable throughout this season that nobody saw coming. Uh, but add having a spring season that's a conference-led spring season. So if you're playing a tough conference, you beat yourself up a lot this last spring. And then try to take those kids and get them ready to play this fall. We said, well, we we had spring ball. We played spring ball. And it was sloppy, to say it in a nice way. It was sloppy because we hadn't played football really in a year. Sure. And we went through our spring practices. We did our workouts together. It was good to be back together. We got somewhat better from where we were, but there was so much rust on the pads, so much rust in the body and movements. uh, Had more pulled muscles than ever you could ever possibly imagine. Yep. Because they're they're not playing the game. They're just training. And that does, that's not the same thing. So we got out of spring, and it was sloppy. I mean, there's, there's no other way to say it. it. was sloppy. I saw some good stuff. And you know, I'm like, we have to be at a point where when we get to camp, we can't spend two weeks trying to get back to zero. We need a great summer. And these kids really took to it. They understood where we weren't by the end of spring. And they worked their butts off together all summer long. And when we hit August, we hit the ground running. And I said, we, you know, where we were as a team historically – when you come through a spring you go through a summer and you enter camp we were clearly behind when we entered camp but because of the work that we did in the summer we probably finished camp ahead of where we usually are so yes i think in the end in the big thirty-five thousand feet view how programs in and as a whole manage the small details over time in reference to covid and the health of their kids and moving forward i think that's gonna that's gonna show itself i don't know if it shows itself in the first month but i bet it does in november
1: he Is Rob Ambrose Towson football coach, and he will be kicking off the season tomorrow against Morgan State uh, at Hughes Stadium. Uh, I guess let's talk about your team, coach. Um, have you decided on a quarterback yet?
5: I have. I, I decided we should probably have one.
1: Okay, good. That's and, good. I think and, that's a good strategy. Uh, uh, it would have been bold. Just, I would have been inter- if you had gone without. I would have been very interested in seeing it, though. That would really be. Well, that would power. violate
5: what I say. Everybody brain says, "Well, who's the quarterback?" And I say, "He's the guy who takes the
3: snap." <laughs> But then
5: if I didn't put a quarterback <laughs> in the game, then he wouldn't be the guy You're who think. So, 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 yes, we have a starting quarterback, and we are very pleased. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm pleased overall with quarterback play. I was really, really disappointed with where we finished in the spring at that position above all else. And as disappointed as I was in the spring, I couldn't be more pleased with how far we've come. And all, not, not just the guy who will be the starter, but the whole room has gotten better. And that just bodes well for the season and
1: the future. I just want to confirm, what you're telling me is that I'm going to find out who the starting quarterback is tomorrow when I watch you guys take on Morgan State. That's
5: correct.
1: That's what it was... that, is.
5: And, and as it should be, because then you should have to like... – everyone you want to
1: find out who that guy is go to the game yeah right that's the way you're going to find out about it that's the way you're going to that's it. the way you're going to find out about it, it. I, ju- I just wanted to make sure that we were on the same page i i figured that was probably the case but you know it never hurts when you when we can have that opportunity you sure you don't want to announce it here on the show coach you sure if there <laughs> were ever a plausible advantage of me doing that, I would be more than <laughs> happy to. Oh, I appreciate to. it. That means a lot to me, pal. That means a <laughs> lot to me. Um, uh, Bringing Jabari Allen back and how important that's going to be. You've had some really good receivers uh, in the last few years. Um, for whoever this mystery quarterback is that you're going to be lining up tomorrow, how significant will have be to be have him back and healthy? Oh, healthy.
5: A healthy Jabari is, is a fun Jabari to watch. It, it is. And it's, you know, he the last time he played in 19, he really wasn't that healthy. He's been working to get back. He's older, wiser. And I could say that about so much of this team. Probably the most seniors we've ever had. and They're all older and wiser and because of it, they go about practice. They go about their days just in general in a much more positive and consistent way that supports being successful. And when you're successful in the classroom, when you're successful as a person, odds are you're going to be successful in the field too. And These older kids have really put that together. Jabari's spearheaded a group of whiteouts that have a lot of experience, and he's teaching the young kids just that.
1: Um, the other player that jumps off the page at me is a guy that's uh, probably going to get some attention is Christian Dixon on the defensive side. Um, it, it's safe to say, you know, he's the leader of the, like, how, how do you describe what Christian Dixon does for that unit? It's... Energy. Energy.
5: He brings energy to the table every single breath. He's an X's and O's guy now. He
3: knows everything that
5: needs to be done. But because he brings that energy, he ends up leading in excitement, the excitement of playing defensive football. And defensively, we're so deep in the front seven that the competition is brutal and they have fun doing it. They're all going to play. And all of a sudden, this is one of those defenses that, I don't know, Stick around. This might be one of those ones that we're talking about for a while.
1: Interesting. Interesting. You know, we've we've been used to some sort of high-scoring teams at Towson <laughs> over the years. And we've been used to it is true. getting some and, – and not to say the defense has been bad. I want to make that very clear. It's just the nature of the style of the way that you guys play, right? Like, that, right. We have, we've been used to, you know, 35-28. We've been used to those types of games. Are you thinking it might be a little bit different than that this season? I think it's possible. Okay. That to,
5: you know, there was kind of a mentality – I mean, it's not like we ever played bad defence, but at times right. it felt like we just had to score more than everybody else. Not that that's not a different philosophy. But typically the I way that you guys win guys play.
3: Yeah.
5: Why <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> watching the defense play, i like we might be able I, I come from a place where defense is home. Yep. So, you know, my dad's a defensive guy and always has been. And the offense didn't win games defense did. offense just didn't screw it up. And I'm looking at these guys like we might be able to win games just on defense this year. That's how deep we are and how good these guys, how well they play together and how they understand my, my 111th. i got to do my job. i got to be counted on. And he's got he, to count on me, and i got to count on him. And they're really, you teach that lesson, and they learn it through their college years, but the older guys, they, these guys seem to have it, and they're all committed to it, and they have fun. I, you put all those things together, it's a very exciting equation
1: alright I I always give this to you, and it's difficult because you're going to be like, I'm going to have to name 20 guys so I don't leave somebody out, but I'm going to do it to you again. Um, the guy that maybe we don't know about that could be on the radar to be your next Ty Smith, to be your next Ryan DeLair, that could be the next guy that ends up on the radar of the NFL and having a chance, who's the guy we maybe don't know about yet? It's... Uh,
5: two defensive ends, um, Jesus Gibbs and Ellen Moore, and uh, nobody really knows they're even on our roster. <laughs> and I'm a perfectly okay with that. Yeah, he right. Yeah, keep it that way, right? Say their name a lot.
1: <laughs> wait, all right. Give me. Uh, so, this guy's name hang on. It was Hazus Gibbs, and who was the other one? Elam Lamore. Okay. All right. Really odd spelled names. All right. I will. I will be following these as two guys that might. What What makes them so special?
5: Uh, they're great pass rushers. Oh, they're big, strong, long guys that can run.
1: Seems like that's helpful at that position. That seems like the type of thing that you're looking for from guys like that. Um, I know that all that matters right now is tomorrow. I'm completely understanding of that. But obviously, you want to have people out when you play your first home game. And it just so happens to be that your first home game might be maybe the most special home game you've ever had as the head coach of the Tigers. Um, I, I don't fully know the story of how it came about uh, just because there was other things going on in the world, and I feel like that's what we were talking to you about when we had you on. Uh, how did this all come about, that North Dakota State is coming here to United Stadium for the home opener in a couple weeks?
5: Uh, this is a, a out-of-conference, non-playoff game versus North Dakota State it has been in the works for years. It's been a conversation for years. I can't tell you how far back we were going to actually play them as the first game, but and ESPN wanted it. We just had to when we were the year we played USF, we had to find USF another game
3: okay. to do it. Uh,
5: but that year we were going to—I think we were going to go out there—and everybody's like, "Why would you even consider doing that?" Because the national championship runs through
3: North Dakota State. Sure.
1: Well, you and know it that runs obviously. Through the Fargo. Dome. Yes, you've been—you've been there. You've seen that it's live and in person. So you know, there's—you go play. You play
5: a team like that, and you beat them while well, you're the number one team in the country if you play a team like that and you lose and you lose close, now you know what it takes to beat them. And then if you play a team like that and you get your butt beat, then you know how far away you are and how hard you need to work so you can play them again in the playoffs. So I didn't have a problem playing them at all, and I still don't. Um, there's a home-and-home home involved in this that we're going to go out there for an out conference game at some point. And these contracts get done years in advance. Sure. And uh, when I asked about having them come here, I'm like, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't I? It's like, it's like asking Maryland if they want Alabama to come to Maryland.
1: Yeah, right. And that, no, that's, that's no, basically what no, we, it is. We'd rather not. So, we would rather just go there for three games. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> well, I, you know,
5: personally, I want to I bring them here. I want to make them travel. I want them to play the heat and not outside. In, you know, not inside in the Fargo. No. Sure. I, I want them to understand what East Coast weather is. and It's been too long since we had a chance to play them. I, I, but with with that being said, you know, we're going into the board State game and it's yep. not, like North Dakota State's not even a conversation. I get
1: it. I get it. It's
5: basically we're going to play football against somebody else for the next six seconds. Yep. And we're going to do it until they tell us we can't do it anymore. I can... And then after that, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to do it again. And really, who it is that's on the other side of the ball isn't going to matter. After two years of being off, this is about us.
1: I totally understand. It's about us right?
5: doing things we're supposed to do the way
1: we're supposed to do and have fun doing it. Just saying, it would be a good time for you to get out to a Towson football game that day. That would be a pretty particularly – you can get to Morgan tomorrow, and that's good. You can go support the Tigers, but um, I think for everybody at the school, it would be very beneficial if you chose to make September 18th a date that you were at uh, United Stadium to see them take on North Dakota State. Rob Ambrose, uh, looking forward to it. Uh, Happy for you guys, everything you've been through, that you are finally getting to play football again. We will, of course, be in touch. You know that. Appreciate you as always, my friend. Let's talk again real soon, all right? Thanks for having me, man. Have a good one. Rob Ambrose, Towson football coach, joining us here on GCR. Uh, appreciate him taking the time for us here. That is going to be quite the day, uh, 6 o'clock kickoff on uh, September 18th, as uh, Towson does battle with North Dakota State at United Stadium. Looking forward to that. By the way, the week after that, they're going to San Diego State. So, two back-to-back kind of brutal weeks uh, for a football team to play those two games consecutively, but... Opportunity. There's an opportunity there. All right, winding down, hour number two of the program. It has also been brought to you by Window Nation. They are celebrating back-to-school time with the back-to-school sale. You buy two windows, you get two free. Wood or Vinyl Styles... And that keeps going. You buy four, you get four free. You buy six, you get six free. You buy eight, you buy, as we find out earlier, if you're in Dubai, you buy 12,000, you get 12,000 free. You got yourself a skyscraper. You got yourself a stew, baby. That's the way that it works. There's no limit. Get an A-plus in savings and pay 0% interest for 24 months, 866-90NATION, or visit windownation.com. We'll come back in. Tidbit, tubular, up. Oh, I've been sitting on a finish this I want to get to. We'll try to do that, squeeze that in as well. Glenn Clark Radio. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today.
0: Party with the Flock at the Ravens Countdown to Kickoff Watch Party presented by Miller Lite on Monday, September 13th at M&T Bank Stadium. Celebrate the start of the season with a live performance by all-time low, plus a watch party for the Ravens vs. Raiders game on the Ravens' vision boards. Appearances by Ravens legends, cheerleaders, Baltimore's marching Ravens, playmakers, and Poe. Tickets are $10 in advance and $20 the day of the event. Visit BaltimoreRavens.com slash kickoff for tickets and more info.
1: Glory Days Grill's popular summer seasonal menu is back with favorites like their very berry salad and smoky thigh wings. It also features the all-new shrimp po' boy, crispy fried shrimp on a freshly baked sub-roll with lettuce, tomato, and a house-made spicy remoulade. Other delicious items include a 12-ounce New York Strip steak, the barbecue chicken bowl, barbecue ribs, and smoky thigh wings combo platter, zucchini fries, and a key lime pie. All of these meals pair well with Sam Adams Summer Ale or their Anniversary IPA brewed by Devil's Backbone. Glory Days Grill is hiring all positions. Want to work for a great family-oriented company known for their commitment to the community? Stop in to one of their restaurants and speak with a manager. Management opportunities are available. Find out
0: more by going to glorydaysgrill.com C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage? Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis.
5: That first sip. That first bite. mm, Start your day off right with a delicious...
2: every thursday
1: 11:30 30 a.m
3: this is glennparkradio.com nothing but
1: net all right back in here on gcr as we wind down for the week i've been sitting on a tidbit no it's not on tidbit. you do tidbit i've been sitting on to finish this so i'd like to get to it uh hang on one second here Sorry, it's from the uh, New York Post. Uh, do you still do you take the New York Post?
3: Are you? Uh... No, I
0: stopped recently.
1: Now, why would you do that? Is something they
0: Daily News just is better. <laughs>
1: uh, I, I do. I do enjoy the Daily News. I'm a Bergen Record guy myself. It's from the New York Post. Um, woman claims her blank blank blanked. Woman claims her blank blank blanked after her blanks re-blank woman claims re-blanked, re-blanked. Uh, uh no Seems like a lot of it's not blanked though. the last one it is it is just re-blank that's it not blanked re-blank got it okay Woman claims, uh, uh, Lil Jordan, you're going to participate in this as well, so you should be paying attention, probably writing it down, because you're going to get the next guest. Guess. If you want to book the next guest, you can do that, too. Make it a good one. Make it, uh, I want uh, Ray Lewis, 5 o'clock. Uh, woman, what's that? Can't do 5 o'clock. Do five o'clock. Uh, but Jordan can. He can come back That's in and true. record it himself. Woman claims her blank, blank, blanked. Then ED at the end, the third
0: word is blanked.
1: After her blanks re blank.
0: Woman claims her electric dildo exploded. Okay. After her. uh, After her pets retired. After her pets
1: retired. Now, how would the two be related? They're not, just happened to be. Oh, it just uh, happened to be. Right, that's when she made the announcement, is after her pets retired it's a, you know it's a fitting tribute i yeah. think some people would say no believe it or not that's not the headline from the Anything? new york post uh, no o for 5 interesting 0 for 5 on that one little jordan do you understand the game j- just fi- j- and don't don't overthink it took a this Long time is this is what people typically, typically struggle figure. with the first time they play finish this don't overthink it allow your it's like doing them just allow your guesses to be as bizarre as you'd like them to be even if they don't make simple sentence structure it's okay it's more important to just say some words and move forward Interesting. but right into the microphone right into the microphone woman claims her pet
2: rabbit died after her son's and I'm getting stuck on the last RE. It's okay, e. but you're doing you're doing the well last, so the far. The last RE right. is a very confusing yeah. one. Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. It's very, very... Yeah, you're doing af- well so far. After her son's, uh, I don't know, re- after her son's re-upped, maybe? Re-upped. M- maybe they uh, family yeah, I, business, I, you know? It, by
1: the way, probably the best first guess we've ever gotten yeah. from someone playing finish this. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Moved right along through it, did a did a good job. So what are they re-upping, Jordan? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I maybe, don't know. Maybe some... Uh, like some a contract that yeah, they had. In relation to the. That might have been it. Uh, uh, number one to five. Kyle?
0: Um, one. One.
1: <sighs> nope, not going to do that. USO. Nope, I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to give you one. i change my mind because it's too similar. Uh, I'm going to give you, would you like three or five?
0: Three. Three. Failed.
1: Yeah, I know. That's the reason why I was willing to give it to you. You jerk. Three or five, yeah.
0: Uh, a woman claims her electric liver failed. Uh-huh. Which is a common That's thing. seems like something that might happen. After her... Bartenders, retired.
1: Retired. Retired. I said it's not an ED at the end of the last one. It would just be retire, yeah. Retire. No. It's not retire, but how about re... Enter her bartenders, refuel. Refuel. Refuel or reanimate. They had been dead and they came back to life. That would have been a good one, too. Uh, No. Lil' Jordan.
2: Woman claims her husband's... Dog. Okay. Failed. We're really in on the dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Failed after her. Hmm. After her sisters. That re that reword. re yeah, word is, is that, tough. That is What word start with re? After her. After. I mean,
1: her you got to come up with something. Anything at all, Jordan. A- after, anything son, at all. after. Anything at her, all. After uh, her
2: sisters. Remix. Remix. Uh, Remix. I do like that.
1: That's Remix. a good reword. Regrow. Regrow is the word we were looking for. That's number five. Woman claims her blank, blank failed after her blanks regrow.
0: Uh, Woman claims her... Massage business failed after Oh, after her nails regrow, which terrible. wouldn't make a whole lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, right? I
1: don't really know how they're related, but sure. Well, you then need then. nails for back scratches, but oh, not necessarily okay. for a massage. Yeah, not for a massage. So they would Could probably been, get in the way. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. So how about that? Uh, it's nothing. It's no, no, is the answer. Jordan, woman claims her. I like Jordan's plotting style. By the way, I like that he thinks it through <laughs> in his head. He just he works. I'm works, a freestyle. I know you are. You're more of a freestyle. You're a, a Pepsi freestyle. <laughs> Was it Pepsi or was it Coke that did freestyle? Pepsi, I believe Was it? I don't remember. I, I don't drink soda either. Nor do I. Yeah. Go ahead. Woman claims
2: her plant business failed after her sister's regrow. After her sister's regrow. I, mean, her
1: sister's 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 regrow. regrow? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know how that's her, related.
2: her sister grew some uh,
1: plants
0: and
2: ran
1: I her would, out of business. I w- if I encourage you to think a little more sophomorically, would that help us get us there?
0: So like you would have yeah. thought two years ago. Uh,
1: sure, yeah. Yeah, exactly the way. that. Uh, I mean, yeah, probably. If I th- encourage you to think that way, would that help us get, to get there? Maybe.
0: Kyle? A woman claims her breast reduction failed after her boobs regrow. That is correct. <laughs> Literally to the word. <laughs> That's a first, I think. Not a joke. I don't think I've ever nailed it like that. Read it out loud. Go ahead. Woman claims her breast reduction failed after her boobs regressed. That is really, legitimate. What do I win? I feel like I deserve way something. The the
1: headline is written. I feel like I deserve 100% something. 100% from the New York Post. That's pretty good on my part. This program. woman's, wait, well, yeah, it took a little
0: while. To this be fair, though, bust, it always does. This woman's this game bust is not meant for nailing it.
1: Bethany Lyon, a 24-year-old singer and dancer from Los Angeles, paid $10,000 for a breast reduction to turn her E cup, Jesus, turn her E cups into C cups. However, trouble arose when she realized her breasts were starting to regrow back to their original size. Lion went under the knife in July 2019 to help reduce her back pain. Three months after her surgery, she noticed her clothes splitting like at the seams. slapping God in the face. Exactly. This is very – we've done a lot of super bad this week, which I'm in favor of. <laughs> I'm very much in favor of. Uh, uh, splitting at the seams in the bosom area. Nine months later, her breasts were back to their normal size. I was always a little embarrassed. It sounds like a waste size. of money. I'm gonna be honest. It does sound like a waste of money, doesn't it? But to be fair, she may have avoided catastrophic but, and this, for what it's worth, this I don't, I don't know. Were they always th- gonna regrow? But that's what I'm saying. when they, when you get the breast reduction.
0: I'm not an expert about this subject. Well, I am.
1: Do they tell you this is what the size are gonna be forever, no matter what else happens to your body? Like if you gain isn't weight, isn't it sort
0: of like a growth plate thing? Like at a certain point, you're done growing. I don't know. I don't. I thought. I thought like if you gain weight, that they grow with them. I thought that was the case. But that's a different sort of growth. I understand that. I don't think she was just like yeah, you're I saying. Really, fat.
1: otherwise, like her body said the exact same. I think same. this is
0: like when like a uh, you know like a late bloomer situation here. Maybe she don't... was already bloomed. It sounds.
1: I I, I genuinely, it
0: <laughs> does seem like
1: sense. she was quite bloomed. Yeah. It seems like she was really, really bloomed. I'm trying to figure out. Lion added that she knew the risk of the surgery and is aware that her breast. Well, then, why is this a story? That her breast might go brack She believed that the regrowth might be due to her... Uh, hi- oh, she's got hypothyroidism. Yeah, that's certainly a, is yeah, an impact. There's the problem? No is that the that. issue? That I don't understand why this is a news story. I've got to be honest with you. I've changed my mind. This was unaware of the attention that I gave it. I thought that
0: maybe this was like... Well, I think they're still unaware of the attention that you gave it. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Very fair. <laughs> I'm not... Venture a guess and say uh, they're not listening.
1: Be, no, it was, un- it was unworthy yes. of the attention that I gave it. I thought this was maybe uncommon and perhaps shocking that this well, she was uh, probably
0: a little shocked
1: i bet there were other people
0: that might yeah. have been a bit shocked it sounds like a waste of money on her but i
1: i had a friend and i love i love her to death i love her to this day and she called me one day we were probably 22 or 23 at the time something along those lines maybe not even that old maybe eh, 22 something like that she called me she's like hey what are you doing i'm like uh i'm hanging out at my buddy matt's house she's like all right i'll be there in five minutes and i'm like oh okay and i'm like
0: I think I remember you telling this.
1: Weird, but yeah, it's uh, sure. I mean, like, I, I love this girl, so by all means, come on over, hang out. She walks in. She walks down the stairs. We're both sitting. I think we're playing video games, sitting in his room. She walks in. She's Couple like, "Cool kids,
0: you know? Yeah, right.
1: And the guys like yeah. us." She's like, uh, "Hey, I'm getting breast reduction surgery tomorrow. Do you want to see him one more time?" And I'm like, "I do." What a th-
0: <laughs> What a thoughtful thing to do! <laughs> like, what a truly kind thing. Those things seem counter. What? She clearly wants attention.
1: Well, no, I think she... I genuinely think this was an act of friendship. I genuinely believe... We were very good friends. I genuinely believe this was more an act of friendship. Like, she wanted to tell me that she was getting breast reduction surgery, and, like, the way she figured was the way to do it was to say, would you like to, you know... I don't know. I'm not going to claim to know.
0: I'm not... I'm an expert God, on the surgery. Itself, by the way, I don't. And
1: you say it's about attention. I really do believe it's about pain. Like I do really believe that, like the, the choice is made because, like, it's painful.
0: Maybe you get a stronger back.
1: No, no. Now you sound like a misogynist. <laughs> yes. Now you. Let's not do. i was that. afraid that, that would happen. Uh, yes. Let's not do that. <laughs> I genuinely believe that the choice is made. I don't have to but worry is that about that. Was that a possibility? Because there couldn't have been more consent involved with this. I did not ask her this whatsoever. She called me, and said. What are you doing? Showed up and asked, and I said yes. So I don't have to worry about coming off like a misogynist. What if you dentist.
0: did just like get it jacked back? Would that solve the problem? What do you mean, a j- like you just get you, not you just like surgery? Ripped? Like you just yeah, work right? out strong and like I don't suddenly? I don't
1: know. that that alone solves the problem. I don't. I don't, I don't know,
0: if know that's the case. I that's why. I, asked. I couldn't tell you.
1: Not my area of expertise. <laughs> believe me, I've had big breasts, but I don't know about this particular area. All right, that was our finish. This tubular is brought to you by C Three American the, Exteriors. The, Tidbit we do first, typically. Yeah, all right, fine. Tidbit. If you insist, Tidbit brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance. Deductible. 410-401-9797. C3America.com for your free analysis.
0: All right. So, tidbit of the day. Of course, nobody's surprised to know that, well... Football's coming around the corner, and we're excited about the Ravens. A lot of that is in part due to Lamar Jackson. We didn't mention it. He got his first shot of the vaccine, so that's, that's good I mean, news.
1: We are to understand yes, that's the case. We've heard people report yes, that that is the case. We are to case. understand. And if that is the truth, and like, Thumbs up. he has no obligation to announce it to everyone. I would, you know, it'd be yes. nice if he did just because he can set an example for other people, sure. but... Um, the word on the streets, as uh, Rita started mm-hmm. this all off with, was that uh, Lamar Jackson did indeed
0: get uh, his first shot. It's a good thing because yes. he'll, the veterans are better with him on the football 1, field. 1,000%. He is, other than Patrick Mahomes, who I hear is all right at the footballs, one of the most prolific scorers, well, ever among quarterbacks with 30 starts in their career since 1950. Lamar Jackson's 30.6 points per game. Our second, only to Mahomes' 31.4. It's good. It's worth mentioning, Lamar Jackson has done so without Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, who, while it is a bit of, uh, I'm sure they help each other sort of deal, sure. uh, Kelsey and Hill combined for 6- hundred and seventy six receiving yards, including the playoffs, since the start of 2018. Uh, that's most ever ahead of Chris Carter and Randy Moss by a pair over a three-season span in NFL History. So, yeah, they help, but Mahomes is also pretty damn good. Three other quarterbacks, though, since 1950, in a minimum of 30 starts, have averaged at least 27.4 points per game.
1: Say that one more time. Three, Three quarterbacks,
0: okay, since 1950, yep, in a minimum, 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 minimum of 30 minimum. starts, have averaged at least 27.4 points per game. Kurt Warner. No. Seems Mixed in some Giants games in there, I believe. <laughs>
1: he didn't, I thought he wasn't really playing when he was the Giants. He got a
0: little touch taste. In the, mean, that he that five
1: turnover game that one time, remember? Uh, all right, Maybe, but it wasn't a lot. He didn't really play much well, in New York. Guess what, Glenn? Not on the list. I'm a bit surprised by that. Uh, He said since 1950?
0: Yes. How the hell so am, I su- yeah, how am I supposed to remember? They're all modern. Favre? I wish, but not Favre. He's obsessed with Brett Favre. You should probably know that.
1: Um, it feels like a I be- mean the football player The f- the human being There's yeah, some little, Russians little, involved But
3: a little shaky Football player A yeah.
0: little shaky uh,
1: Dak Prescott
0: No Good guess
1: I've, You gotta find a sweet spot here Where like The longer that somebody played It's tougher to have been able To withstand this average Are 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 they guys that played For a long time Keep in mind I gotta get to a wedding today So I don't wanna do this are they guys that played for a long time? Are they
0: more modern? Some are, yes. <sighs> Piss. <sighs> um. Drew Brees, twenty-seven point four on the oh, dot. Goodness.
1: Is there another guy that played for a long time on the list? There just
0: might be. Glenn. God damn it! Aaron Rodgers. I'm no. about to
1: say Rodgers. Peyton Manning.
0: No. Phil Rivers. No.
1: Big Ben? No. Yeah, at the beginning it wasn't, okay. that. and that's—I don't—it's not Brady because at the beginning Brady wasn't that guy either. But I'll just say Brady to get it over with.
0: Twenty-eight point two.
3: How is oh, that wow. possible for Tom Brady? How is that possible? Wow.
1: How? Yep. I don't know how that's possible. That might be the most remarkable statement there is about him.
0: He also won his clocked at age forty at throwing the ball sixty-one point four miles per hour, yes. which is pretty impressive. Also. So is the other one a what's what's. He is not a long-standing NFL vet. God, uh, but current? Yeah. Kyler Murray. Nope. Josh Allen. Nope. I have thirty starts in here. Keep in mind. A thirty, right? Well,
1: Josh Allen's probably. I got hear 30. it,
0: but no. Yeah, I think they both probably have thirty. But no.
1: I understand but, that. No. Uh, it just basically rules out last year's rookies. Yeah. Is all you've yeah. rolled out in this in doing this. Uh, Baker. Nope. I mean, it's not. R- Russ is long-standing, so it wouldn't be Russ. It is not Russ.
0: And it's not as if he's, like, not a. He's just not, like, a 10 year vet, you know? <laughs> is it Stafford? It is not. He's a he's got to be
1: 10 years. He's not a 10 year vet. But he's been around for a minute. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins? No. Derek Carr? Nope. I mean, none of these things make sense now. Now we're into the theater of the absurd a little bit. Carson Wentz. Nope. <sighs> I don't even know who the other options... Uh, Jameis Winston. No. Good guess, oh, though. Good guess, yeah.
0: I don't, I N- don't. Nick Foles? Like no. He let some... Ten point victories in his career. Oh, <laughs> and an, Andy Dalton. Nope. Twenty eight point two on the dot for this fella. I don't know. Tied with one Tom Brady. <sighs> it's mildly ironic. Tied with Tom Brady, and that's mildly ironic
1: because he it's, it's Kim Cam Newton. No. Oh, that's not. I don't really know why that's mildly ironic.
0: I said what I said. I know. And I meant what I meant. I understand that. An elephant's faithful, 100%. Thank you.
1: Minimum of 30 starts. I, I got nothing. Just tell me. Yeah. 28.2
0: points Jimmy per Garoppolo. game for Jimmy Garoppolo. That's Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo.
1: G- Damn it. That's exactly who it is. Is Jimmy that not Garoppolo. mildly ironic, Glenn? Yeah, it is mildly ironic. You're right. I just I blanked on Garoppolo. I don't know how I did that. Blanked on it. All right, very good. Tubular is brought to you today by ooh, who's it brought to you today? It's brought to you by Grade member Memorabilia. The Tyus Bowser show debuts next Tuesday night. Jordan, you come, uh, you're gonna come check out the Tyus Bowser show at some point this season. We'll be hanging out. You gotta come yeah. out and meet Tyus. It's gonna be a I've, great time. I've met him before. Well, don't say that. Say I'm coming out to meet him again, and he's bringing I'm, out his special guest teammates, Jordan. I'm gonna he's come, come out. and Bringing him out, again. we're gonna have a good time. You can bring your friends. They can meet Tyus <laughs> Bowser, Jordan. What are you doing? <laughs> Say, I'm looking forward to all of them. I'll be there for um, every show. I'll be there every show. Thank He's you. a great guy. Thank you, Will, Great Appreciate guy. that. We're going to be there Tuesday night at Mother's Peninsula uh, Grill down in Arnold uh, with Tyus. It's all brought to you by Express Exterior Design, Great 8's memorabilia, and Press Box. Find out more by going to pressboxonline.com slash bowser. Can't wait to see you there. Here's coming up this weekend, totally tubular. Uh, the Orioles play because they have to. They're at the Yankees for three games tonight, 7 o'clock on Masson, John Means, and... Former Orioles' Rule 5 pick Nestor Cortez goes for New York. Tomorrow, also at Masson, on Masson at 1 o'clock, Chris Ellis and Jordan Montgomery. Uh, if you happen to live in the rest of the country, you can watch it on MLB Network, but why would you? And on Sunday, 1 o'clock, uh, Keegan Aiken and Corey Kluber on Masson as well. College football tomorrow, of course, Maryland, West Virginia, 3.30 on ESPN. Marshall Navy, 3.30 on CBS Sports Network. Towson Morgan State at 4.00. If you can't make it out, you can watch it on ESPN 3.00. And you can watch us on GoMustangSports.TV for Johns Hopkins Stevenson tomorrow at 1 as well. U.S. Open coverage continues on ESPN and ESPN2 all weekend long and everything else. Go to GlennClarkRadio.com. Find it there. Anything non-sports-wise, there's a World Cup qualifier on Sunday between uh, Canada and the U.S. That's on Fox Sports 1 Sunday night at
0: 8. Uh, Ted Lasso, new episode streaming now. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Corman, if anyone's watching that, also on Apple TV season uh, episode 6, all that fun stuff. Money Heist, if anyone cares about that on Netflix, Ooh. part five, volume one, streaming now. Is that good, Jordan?
2: Yes, very. Uh, I, don't I don't know anything about, about it. About what it is Money heist? heist? What it's, is it? Uh, it's dubbed over, actually. They, but what uh, is it? Dubbed, it's a uh, show about a, uh, they rob a bank in Spain, and it's a ve- very elaborate lo- robbery. They get away. Uh, Spoiler alert. Don't,
0: yeah, but, but, yeah, that is.
1: Looking forward. Look, interesting, yeah.
0: interesting. Uh, that's on The Flicks. That's what they call the kids are calling it these days. Uh, if anyone's still watching Walking Dead, that's continuing Sunday, 9 I don't o'clock. think anyone
1: is. I think, I think that's they are, every, they're still doing it. You say so. I think uh, everybody checked that out.
0: Billions, that's on, 9 o'clock showtime. Stuff and Things, GlennClarkRadio.com. Check it all out. All
1: right. Uh, thanks today to Rob Ambrose. Thanks also to Bo Smolka, as well as to Johnny Reiser. We'll get all that up in the Greatest Hits section of the Archers. tab at GlennClarkRadio.com. We will not be here on Monday. Uh, enjoy Labor Day weekend, Uh, whatever it is that you're doing, be safe, Uh, if if you're drinking, do not drive, if you're out at a pool, two seconds is too long, make sure you have uh, your eyes on your kids at all times, we'll be back on Tuesday, we'll be into football season, football stuff, that's what we'll be thinking about uh, as we get back underway Tuesday of next week. Thanks to everybody at Pressbox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including CCBC, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, Exxon Mobil, KNS Automotive, the Maryland Lottery, C3 American Exteriors, Grade 8's Memorabilia, Sports and Social MD, the Baltimore Ravens, M.DOT, the Maryland Five Star, Bradley and Nikki Bosen Foundation, your local Toyota dealer, BuyAToyota.com. Jordan, what's your uh, what's your social media? Where can people follow you?
2: They can follow me on Instagram at jschwartzberg1. Uh huh. And on Twitter at Jordy with J O R
1: D Y Y Y zero zero. You gotta fix that. Yeah. You gotta. Let's yeah. do something else. Yeah. Anything else? You should not have your. <laughs> I was nine when I started my Twitter account <laughs> handle at this point in your life. Go find a new handle, please. We'll do. Work on that for next week. Um, uh, but thank you, uh, little Jordan, yeah. for all of your hard work. Appreciate it um new episode of jobbing out available now in the podcast or uh, click on the radio tab at pressboxonline.com you can see it there as i mentioned courts of thunder available as well tomorrow morning bad around 10 to noon i'm guessing paul's probably not going to be a part of the show tomorrow i would imagine yeah uh but i was I'm, not asked so i uh, i'm sure zach has a co-host that he's going to be i he, they've had other guys in over the course of the year so i'm sure there's somebody lined up for it i just don't know who it is off the top of my head and i apologize for that but uh so it is um, anyway, that's what's coming up tomorrow on the battle round. Uh, okay, I think we're good. Um, thanks, Kyle Ottenheimer. Saddle on the man. Follow him on Twitter, at Kay Ottenheimer. Follow us, at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great weekend. Go birds. Go Maryland. Uh, go Navy. Go Towson and or Morgan. Go Stevenson and, I guess, Johns Hopkins, but not really because I work for one of them. Have a great weekend. Uh, Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks, too.